Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion, and of course, a lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is David. I am Windrunner on the Discord, and again was caught off guard by being second, but I do <laughs> always appreciate That's how it. it works. I don't I think know. any of the three of us thought it was going to be David next. I, I really no. thought you were going to say Arjun. No, 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 I no. I expect no, it no. to be me. Yeah. No, no, no. There, there's... I appreciate that. Every time, every time. Uh, also joining <laughs> us is Subgeni. Hi. Spoiler, I spoke a second ago. Hi. I go by the name Argent on the places of the internet. That's true. Only Ar- Yeah, you're the only Argent. That's true. I, unless you are on some unsavory website. In that case, someone already took my name. In fact, I'm not even on the website, so it doesn't matter that they took my name. But like, that's not me. Starting off strong, Evgeny. I love it. Uh, <laughs> is this an outtake? I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. Um, also joining us is Grace. Hey, I'm Gator Girl. And I am Chaos. And today we're we're doing we're doing weird stuff in this episode. So I hope you enjoy just how bonkers this episode's going to be. We haven't recorded, so maybe it sucks. I don't know. But I we're doing a lot. So spoiler policy. All Cosmere stuff. We don't have Secret Project 4 yet. But we do have Tress and Yumi, and we will be talking about them a lot in Stormlight. And we're going to be going places in this episode. Because this episode, we're talking about Midnight Essence, The Shroud, Nightmares, and Black Smoke. (laughs) This is the Black Smoke episode, guys. Like, there's... There's mysteries and they're they're kind of connected, but also kind of not. But like there's similar Cosmere mechanics as Brandon as Brandon said in his interview. In this episode, we explore the darkness of the Cosmere, all the hidden corruption laying just beneath the surface. That's true. We we will yeah. also talk about corrupted investiture and red smoke as well. So don't don't worry, guys. We got all the kinds of smoke. Easy. Not to be mistaken with co-opted investiture, which is obviously a separate thing, which we'll also probably talk about. <sighs> I hate everything. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I'm not following that yet, but <laughs> let's let's yeah. take a break for levity with oh, show right. and tell. Oh, yeah. Show and tell. Yeah. What? Sorry. Yeah. What is that? Uh, that is Arcanum Unbounded. Bulgarian edition. I oh. that's a nice cover for Arcanum Unbounded. I dig that. Yeah. That's, it, that it is, does seem like you're about to summon demons with that circle. So like it I, I like that. Does. Like like I wouldn't be surprised if it just randomly gets whoa that that is extra trippy uh, <laughs> on a webcam. Yeah. Like that's, it, that's a, let me. Let me tell you, it is super trippy looking at with my eyeballs. <laughs> that's, a, that's actually the uh, Cosmere pentagram that used something Midnight Essence and Aeon Door. That's true. Yeah, uh, easy. Yeah, yeah. we even have like summoning circle things. It's going to be in some occult-like bookstore where it's like, these are the spells. And you're like, what are these well, stories? That, that reminds me, I was at the gym. Uh, at this point, it must have been like over over a couple of years ago wearing my harmony t-shirt uh-huh. i think and someone thought it was like a cult <laughs> sign 
and like, they uh, ask me, and I'm like, that's mm, not quite. You should be like, go to seventeenshard.com yeah, to join am, this cult. <laughs> I am in a cult, and I, you should join. Yes, please edit um, our wiki. Actually, that'd be that'd be really helpful. That, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you get you get like you get the star charts as, oh, as yeah. you might expect. Nice. Um, you know the yeah, that's the same. Oh, you also get the interior art. That well, that's, yeah. that's also the same, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is the same. Yeah, but. Sometimes those things don't come through though. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's always yeah. good that it makes it. Uh the cover the cover is nice. Like it's not <laughs> as nice as, as the secret projects. Uh but, you know, but it's those are fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh but like this you wouldn't like this is not your normal hardcover that you get in a store, no, uh in it, terms of feel. No, the cover is nice. I honestly have never been the very biggest fan of the US Arcane Unbounded cover. No. Like I think it's fine. But yeah, it doesn't fine. quite. It doesn't. Yeah, it, it works well enough. But cool. Any other show and tell, people? No. Let's let's talk about weird stuff. Let's talk about weird stuff. I already did the Yumi unboxing. It's very pretty. Go go buy that. I I, I mean, do... David, you could you could unbox your second uh, omnibus <laughs> on camera. I could. That's what, I could. I, that's just what like another want. glitter bomb. Yeah, I'm like everyone. Look here, it is. With like the text misaligned on the spine, and I'm like, oh, there we go, send it back again. Well, will like really without unboxing, does that extra element of mystery, right? You oh, know, yeah. You're like, what am I gonna get? I don't know. Cool. So let's start by turning back the clock a bit before Tress of the Emerald Sea and talking about. What sort of weird black smoke and midnight essence we knew of before? Because for those of you maybe not paying attention, there's actually kind of a lot of it. Um, so where have we where where have we seen midnight essence before? Well, the pure lake. Did we see it in the pure lake? No, it was just a ton of ton when they were at uh, when they had uh, what's her face. You know, when Dalinar had that poker and everything. I don't think he knew where he was. I don't think he knew where he was. No, he asked them because she was like, it's the Granite Kingdom. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, that's where they were. Oh, Good I old remember Silver the Kingdom, Kingdom lore that we've oh, never yeah. explored since. No, and, and never will, mark my words. We will never know more. It's just how it is. A little bit no. of that dressing. Yeah, because <laughs> they weren't in Alethala. That's for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, but Dal- we were we were in Dalinar's visions, mm-hmm. uh, in the Starfall's vision specifically, where he was, uh, he was uh, assuming the role of Heb. Heb, yeah. If I Good old Heb, who was uh, a humble farmer or villager of some kind and a husband. Peasant. Yeah. Um, and uh, his village got attacked by, um shadowy creatures uh that looked a little bit like dogs like axe hounds if i recall correctly Mm -hmm. uh and they were what's what's always stood out to me is that the way dalinar describes them is kind of like a water balloon uh Mm. so like this like because we a lot of us if not all of us have probably played with water balloons like you know this this feeling this texture of like squeezing it and like the the water goes like that's how I've always imagined that. And then when you poke it, obviously in the balloon case, the it, it pops and water comes out. But like in the midnight essence, 
uh, case, it bleeds like a black smoke and it mm-hmm. like deflates. Yeah. And the Midnight Essence was released. Yeah. It's also one of the 10 deaths. One of the 10 deaths. As you may remember. (laughs) Put your comments below if you remember that the 10 deaths were a thing and how it's kind of weird if they're the deaths. Why aren't there nine of them if it's an odium thing? But, you know, whatever. Who knows? We should should have asked Brandon about the 10 deaths. We should have asked Brandon. Look, the brand always interview we was rough Brandon. to like get there, but we we did ask about half shards, and he rapped us. That was very I know funny. the eternal mysteries. <laughs> no, I mean, Starlight RPG gotta gotta leave some mysteries yeah. to be yeah. answered there. We'll do a Wob episode for the Brandon episode when, like, probably when there's like just like one more stream. I think we need a little bit more Wobs, uh, but mm-hmm. hope you enjoyed that. So. For a while, yeah, that was Midnight Essence. That was all we got. Uh, Then we had the Midnight Mother in Oathbringer, uh, where we learn that she can spawn Midnight Essence or create Midnight Essence. Um, Mm -hmm. And it becomes a little clearer that it is like sort of like at least viewed as a spren by people, you know, like those little individual creatures. Before mm -hmm. that, I didn't think I really understood that as well. I mean, that doesn't yeah. mean much, Sean Roshar. <laughs> hey, yes, but they have they have a little bit of individuality to them. They do, yeah. they do. And like she was like mimicking the people there. And like I think the that's there. the other thing that's really important too. Is kind of like it's where we see the behavior of the Midnight Essence, where it's kind of got this, it's drawn to violence, and it's got this mm-hmm. sort of mimicking characteristic to it as well, where it sort of wants to you know mirror the actions of something else and a lot of times like i kind of wonder if the dog form you see on in that uh the vision Mm. was like an axe hound mimic or something you know where they're kind of like doing it a little bit but not completely i had i want to i want to establish expectations for this episode with this completely unhinged idea perfect great not true but it's where my brain went. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Setting great expectations. The Iriali religion. Oh, what? no. <laughs> what about it? The the idea. So what the 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 religion of one, it's not the one, it's just one, which I hate linguistically speaking, is that uh, uh, the Iriali believe in experiencing a lot of things and then bringing those experiences back to one at the at the end of days essentially that is slightly reminiscent of like midnight essences being attracted to in this case violence but potentially like passions and like strong emotions and things like that and like mimicking that as a way of absorbing information and then bringing that back to the mother, to the midnight mother. I, I mean, Evgeny, it wouldn't be a truly unhinged shard cast if we didn't bring Eerie. Let's mention Kurt somewhere in here and then we'll be really set. Uh, but give it a little bit of time. Got to space these things. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The Silver yeah. Kingdom of Rashir. How many Silver Kingdoms can we mention in this podcast? <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh... Yeah, yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a fun interlude for sure. <laughs> well, every uh, every Stormlight book has those, so yeah, we have perfect. to. Well. Yeah, I. It is interesting that the Midnight Mother is like kind of like budding off these like new Midnight Essences, essentially. Like she is creating them. I think as when we learn more about like 
how aethers work later on, at least yes. in my opinion. Yeah. I wonder if, like, Cosmere scholars would consider the Midnight Mother herself, like, some first of Midnight Essence? I don't know. I think we should park the discussion on like what the Midnight Mother is Why? Yeah, <laughs> until until we Talk have about talked about stuff. Aethers. Yes. Uh, uh, one last thing before we move on is I just wanted to mention that the in the Starfall's vision, uh, it wasn't during a desolation. Uh, I think Harkelane <laughs> thought a desolation would be near. And they were yep. trying to figure out who released oh, the Midnight Essence. Harkelane. Yeah, hell yeah. Beloved, beloved Bondsmith. Anyone who's watching Ooh. this show in 2023 who hasn't been watching since 2018, it's like, wow, you guys are... We, we have strong opinions about Harkelane, okay? <laughs> Harkelane, an ancient Bondsmith. In Dalnar's vision, for a little bit of context, do we know he's actually in the vision? Just mentioned it's. I think it's strongly implied. It is strongly implied. I would say it's implied. Yeah, yeah. When 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 the radiance like, hey, go go talk to to Harkelane about your plate malfunctioning. Your trouble with your bond, like, yeah, yeah, you're gonna talk to the bondsmith. And and I almost think it's got to be like the siblings' bondsmith, probably, yeah, probably because of the siblings' relation with Sprint. Well, because like. That one would. We don't know yeah. when that's taking place. Well, I think it's got to be like at least a mid desolation because they're not like running around with like rocks for tools, you know, like clearly civilization still exists. Yeah, and that yeah, was yeah. kind of how things were. I, I was more trending. meaning that you'd probably want like the sibling Bondsmith, like of the Bondsmiths, you would want that one. Right. I, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't have a great sense of what the other two Bondsmiths were like day to day. Like the sibling one makes a little more sense to me, but yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Cool. So other black smoke. Uh, let let's briefly mention some other black smoke. I think maybe the most famous in the Cosmere, Nightblood. So this Night is maybe going to be a Nightblood episode too. Yay! <laughs> perfect. Another who, one. Um, yeah, who leaks the smoke that is corrupted breath? Is that the case? Yeah. Is that what the wob says? Yeah. So do we, we have do a we wob. have exact? Yeah from 2018 right was that it yes or no this this is this is an annotation whoa oh uh, oh, oh fun this is ancient lore and definitely not invalidated i do i do want to i do want to tell people yes. because i always feel like the annotations fly under the radar oh, of true. a lot of people yes. back like way back when brandon was first getting published he would um along with the books also publish like chapter by chapter of his own annotations of these chapters. And he would talk about uh, like his ideas for the chapter and what he was trying to do. Uh, and sometimes he would like point out foreshadowing that's like, oh, so it would be essentially under a spoiler tag. And it would say, oh, if you've read the entire book, you know that I am I'm setting up this thing here, right? Uh, he doesn't do this anymore, unfortunate. Well- he still kind of does, though, because when they do the sample chapters, a lot of times he started like doing a little. It's not yeah. the same, but he does like a yeah. an abbreviated version. Oh, yeah. He did that with Rhythm of War. That was fun. And I and he did some. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see if he does it. I, I always yeah. felt like this was a one off. But like when we I don't talk about annotations, perfect, but like, yeah, this this is this is what we mean. And you can find those on. Uh, let me. I'll put it check. in the description, the link to it. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, sure. Yeah, but you, okay, you can find them on, on his website. But th- this is good to mention because this is at least 10 years old of lore. So if you, again, haven't been here for 10, 15 years, yeah. Yeah. you might not know about them. They're very interesting. I do recommend they're reading them. Very interesting. Especially uh-huh. Warbreaker. Like, like they're all, they've all got stuff, but the Warbreaker ones have, I think, yeah. a lot of other information about the world. Yeah. So this, this one says... Nightblood is named for the smoke he leaks, and he originally had a different name when he was created. That's still fascinating. No information about that since. Vasher himself dubbed the sword Nightblood after he had used it to kill the woman he loved. Damn. Uh, The blackness that leaks out is actually corrupted and consumed breaths. The ones that Nightblood leeches off anyone who draws him. Fun. And and I think we can translate that to investiture and in absolutely just... yeah totally because like stormlight is exactly the same right so yeah it's there's no difference there Ooh, we, we do have some other black smoke uh there's there's unmadey stuff with yelignar he's like oh dark smoke when, good old like, blight wind blight wind <laughs> Yeah, reading that Amram fight it was yesterday, that was weird. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know what's going on with the Elignar. It's so bizarre. It's like crystals. Okay. <laughs> then, I think, what, one last black smoke. Ruins. Ruins. Black, yeah. Ruins black smoke. <sighs> in that chamber before the Well of Ascension. A weird black smoke. Was that in... Current timeline or current timeline. timeline? Current okay. timeline. Like yeah, they, that, was, that was well of ascension. They walk through it. Yeah, they walk through like this. It, it was like a bigger chamber and there was a ton of black smoke there. And then they go into the well of ascension chamber. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Oh, the the Alendi notebook was they they go by his perpendicularity, right? Which is a yeah, the pool. The, yeah, that 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 stuff super the, vague, but yeah, yeah, the pool, the pool that we'll never we'll never hear anymore about. Yeah. Uh, well, it got turned into into bits. It's uh, an atium electrum alloy now. No. But did it get turned into the pits? Because preservation had been dead for a long time, so surely the pits already existed by that point. You know? Okay, like, let's not go on that. <laughs> like, I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, you're, okay. that's okay. that's a very valid point. Uh, but okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I concede that this is weird. Let's oh, not go all into all that stuff with ruins, black smoke, and the black lake that'll let. All that stuff's super weird. So okay, wait. Okay, okay. Last tangent. Okay. But if you if you read House of Ashes, which was oh. I can't remember, what was that related to? Uh, the, the Misfortune Adventure RPG. game. Yeah, the, the yeah the Misfortune Adventure game. There is one of the stories they put in there where a man finds that black lake and he swims out into it in modern day Scadrial. Okay. and I think it kills him. In to be fair, I think they may have just gotten the Black Lake in that confused with the actual the lake, lake that's called the Black, Black Lake. lake. Yeah. I don't think those are the same thing. Because, like, the ash is black. Of course, the, yeah, the, the lakes could get black. Like, that's not particularly surprising. So. Oh, yeah. No, but it was Ruins Perpendicularity. It was very in funny that, to yeah. me. Well, yeah. that, that's not canonical. And I <laughs> I do not believe that that is accurate. Were, um, were we not also going to talk about uh, the store, like shard blades burning people's eyes? Oh, yeah, no. Was that yeah, not like, also on the black cause smoke it, list? Because that, because does that turn to black smoke when their eyes burn? 
Uh, it's not explicitly said described as black smoke, but it is described as like the eyes like burning, like yeah, there is smoke coming out as if yeah. they were physically burnt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which uh, yeah. I've always thought is an interesting connection with like, well, the shard blades they're cutting the soul. There's some like parallel there with like what Nightblood does. Nightblood's also described as a shard blade. Blah 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 blah. That's interesting. I guess I've always thought of it as like being just like actual like like heat and like smoke, which is kind of you know like so like a physical burning that's causing smoke as opposed to some sort of like investiture. Well, but like a, a blade wouldn't cause like ignition. Like it wouldn't cause well, it's, fire. It's a magic. It's a magic sword art that's killing them. <laughs> their, eye, their eyes can burn. Can their eyes can do that? Like it's cutting the soul. No, but I I I. Thought I was saying the same thing. I guess. I, I guess you're. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that. What can happen? Like I believe fully that it is within Brandon's imagination that their eyes could like are burning out because they get really hot. Like, I see. Okay, so yeah. I don't think. Okay, let's clarify. I don't think the temperature of the eyeballs is increasing in this. I think magically the eyeballs are turning into smoke they're being okay they're being soul cast into smoke essentially i'm not gonna say the word soul cast in this context but but, but that is that is how the severance of the soul translates into physical realm medium this is everything I hoped this episode will be, and we're not even on the new stuff. Like this is just like we're just babbling about all the things. I love, I love it. I'm, I'm dying. My final point was just I thought it was more mundane. Like I did not think like you're seeing the soul escape their eyes. I'm like, oh, their eyes just burned out. Like always oh, not. That's more I, what I'm going for. I don't think. I mean, I'm, I'm not. Okay. I when night blood cuts somebody or something. Hmm. What is happening, or or one of the things that is happening, is that the person's soul, the person's spiritual aspect, uh, but also like literally physical body, yeah, everything are being right vaporized and and either turned into smoke or smoke. or or emit smoke as a byproduct, and so I think. It's the same kind of effect with the regular shard blades, except on a much lower scale. Like okay, the, sure, the, sure. the smoke is a side effect of the soul is getting cut, disintegrated, whatever. And and this is our sign that that has happened. Okay. And I just think the eyes burn out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh I will say, uh, soul casting smoke doesn't make it into like a special black smoke. It's just regular smoke. It's like That's true. Smoke. That's just smoke. Yep. Gotta, Don't, be gotta distinguish. Don't be fooled by that smoke, everybody. That's not magic smoke. It's just <laughs> no. regular smoke. It's just a byproduct it of magic. Okay. They're totally we have to different. keep our smokes straight. 
I I don't like how that could be like an ad for a cigarette company. I don't I don't uh, like a mod. I don't like that. Okay, let's go on to new stuff. Oh my god, we're 28 minutes in this raw recording. <laughs> We've barely done excellent. anything. Um, excellent. Excellent. So, secret projects. I think all of our mind were blown when it's just like, oh, it's just Midnight Essence on the Midnight Sea. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. That's just the thing that can happen. And it's the, basically the same thing. Basically the same thing with the added dimension of the Luhel bond, which is like the main distinction, I think, between what we see in Rashar and if there is a distinction. It, it's well, definitely it, there one. Like if they don't have like there's no water thing we see in Rashar. Do you think there's one that's like hidden in some way? Luhel doesn't have to imply water. It it has to be some kind of physical substance. Well, uh, I so I recall from our Aether episode that we did that mm-hmm. we were pretty sure that with the uh, sorceress controlling Midnight Essence, she was probably not chugging a bunch of water, right? No. So presumably yeah. the investiture can charge that, right? Yeah, um, for sure. So I-, I could see that like the Midnight Essence say that the Midnight Mother spawns, like they're connected to the Midnight Mother and like... Sustained like, by her. Yeah, and like her investiture or something. I could see that for right? sure. And maybe like the Midnight Essence that was released in the vision didn't necessarily have that. And there could be a Luhel bond, maybe like it again, impossible to say, of course, but like, I think that's plausible that there could be a Luhel bond in uh, releasing that separate midnight essence that presumably didn't come from the midnight mother because it's between desolations, what the unmade did between desolations unclear because the desolation from 4,500 years ago to now the unmade were like, not okay. So it could be different in the regular ones, but I don't know. Was there something with blood? What do you mean? With the with the Rosharan Midnight Essences? Am I am uh, I just I think I did like not beyond just them being drawn to violence? Okay. Yeah, I don't think okay. so. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll call that a, a neuron misfiring. Uh, one idea is that potentially the midnight essence that was released is like an equivalent of some like aether spore, like presumably not an aether, but like maybe that's how like you can literally transport midnight essence to another place and like release it and spawn monsters. Maybe I, I had always assumed it was like you know trapped in a gem for some reason. Oh sure, yeah, great, yeah, yeah, yeah. possible. Yeah, and to... you like break the gem, the smoke leaks, and yeah, sure, yeah, sure. I am curious, like, where they got it from, though. You know what I mean? Like, where was, the, like, did someone go to the Midnight Mother to get, like, a gem full of yeah. this? What? I, um, yeah. My my kind of headcanon for that was uh, maybe for some reason, like, like, this is a leftover from a previous desolation where, there, like, there were a lot of Midnight Essences, mm-hmm. and a lot of them were, like, properly destroyed by Radiance and by Surge Binders and stuff. Okay. Maybe some were trapped. It's like Nail's pockets of void spren. He was like, it's just pockets of void spren. There's the desolation didn't happen. And uh, (laughs) uh, like maybe maybe like regular people like who don't have a bond, like maybe that was their way of fighting midnight. And like maybe they figured out a way to like trap them in in gems. 
I mean, um, I, I think it's also plausible that like on Odium's side that they're just like, hey, Midnight Mother, collect these things and then we can use it on different battlefields potentially. Like that's possible too. Well, they didn't really I mean, understand the gem thing. So I, I was I was just going to say that. I don't think the timeline works because they didn't figure out the trapping in gems thing until the false desolation. Yeah, yeah but like the very even, end. Well, then that doesn't work for the Starfall's vision because that was way before yeah, yeah, that yeah. anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's the same. I'm walking back the gem oh, idea. Okay, I, I don't think the timeline works. Sure. There, there's some way. This is this is very speculative. Whoa. So that's that's kind of interesting. But yeah, I, I think we were talking about how the Midnight Mother could have been a corrupted Aether, <laughs> like like a one of the primal aethers god what did we even talk about with that terminology i think from what brandon has said about like a midnight essence being one of those like cosmere things that are i I feel like there's it's not just like oh aethers are the only way to get midnight essence yeah so maybe we should talk about what brandon said uh on the midnight essence uh in our interview. Check out the last episode if you haven't already. Maybe you Whoa. probably did. Oh, it's really fun. Uh, learn about dragon palaces. So that's cool. Brandon says the actual idea of Midnight Essence is kind of a concept like light weaving that predates the shattering of Adenalsium, uh, that various magic systems are borrowing, quote unquote, a law of the Cosmere and creating a parallel effect from the same basis. He, he goes on to talk about uh, the nightmares and how the nightmares are not uh, the same, uh, which we can definitely talk about. That's fine. And later he goes on to say, but for me, Midnight Essence has this personality that uh, kind of becomes prefixed. What the Midnight Mother is making uh, with the, what you're seeing in the Midnight Sea, you're going to get some similar personalities to these things and not necessarily <sighs> the same as the Nightmares, even though they're black and spooky. I wonder if a key characteristic of midnight essences is not necessarily violence but the idea that you are it, it's like build a spren right you are imprinting some emotion on on the creature that you are creating whether you are the midnight mother imprinting like curiosity and interest in violence sure. um or whether you are someone on Lumar um, imprinting, I, I, I guess the spores would have to come with like their own default, like I was going to say bloodthirst, but it might be just thirst. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But like, I, I wonder if you can like create a midnight essence with something less destructive. I feel like maybe if you tried, you could like, I mean, like, I guess you're saying like, it's, not one that you're controlling directly, but one that's semi-independent of you that you've created. Because it's like if you're controlling it, it just does what you want for the most part. It does, but, it does what you want, but like the, the Midnight Trescence was still... Like... That, that, that's that had a personality, the, for that's, sure. That's where the blood comment came from before. Like, it was, oh, uh, books, uh, uh, dry, dusty, we don't like that. Oh, blood, delicious, uh, salt, oh. water. Yeah, like water thing. <laughs> I, to so me... That's, that's obviously not coming from Trez, right? That's yeah, 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 from yeah for sure. Aaron to the Midnight Essence. 
to me, I didn't think the Midnight Essence on Lumar felt that different than the Midnight Essence like personality rise on Rashar. Yeah. And so I feel like that's probably just the default like Midnight Essence yeah. personality. All right. Here's my question. Okay. We're talking about Midnight Essence being created. But were we then were they created or were they pulled into the physical realm from somewhere else? <laughs> I, I I think this I think this whole thing of like oh like creating midnight essence with certain person I think that's just faulty because I think there is like there is something being pulled in from elsewhere when midnight essence are like created. Like you think that they're in Shadesmar and they come to the physical realm or like the spiritual realm to the physical realm or like a, yeah. another place in the physical realm like kind of appearing there all right so getting into like a little bit of like rhythmatist lore here <laughs> oh no <laughs> perfect we're so, not even an hour in let's go her trap card so from like if you're not familiar rhythmatist is this like non-cosmere story brandon wrote that was originally going to be cosmere but he pulled it out because it has Earth in it, and he didn't want Earth in the Cosmere. And so, in Rhythmatist, there are these beings, like Shadow Blaze and Forgotten, that in the, like, the original Cosmere origins of the story were creatures that live in the spiritual realm and then were pulled into the physical realm. Yeah. And I think that, like, the the forgotten in the book Rhythmatist are like sort of a proto version or like a in a like cosmere version of this book were like midnight essence. Um hmm. Yeah, like I don't think that like they're clearly not like void spread that like is being pulled through like i don't think that makes any sense but yeah i suppose it's possible what what about this what if there's like a platonic ideal of what a midnight essence is like there's this specific archetype and that is in the spiritual realm and that's what like this like it's getting a conduit from the spiritual realm and making this creature with investiture and like imprinting based off that archetype. It's like a blueprint. It like a blueprint. Like I don't like they're not actual like these eternal spren. Like I do think once like they're destroyed, yeah. then they they just sort of vanish. So like it's it's like a fake spren that has that is imprinted with this thing. I and, think. And when I think about the aethers like the other aethers mm -hmm. i'm like okay where does the crystal come from like it's some sort of mass that's being created out of energy yeah and so i think in the case of the midnight essence it's not that dissimilar it's you know something that's being kind of created out of energy that they're pulling from elsewhere yeah 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 but and like may maybe there's just like this core maybe there's like a set of core like things in the spiritual realm that these magic systems right like a light weaving ideal and a yeah so something like that like i don't sure i guess transformation I, ideal something kind of like that or like maybe even metal. like these these basic blueprints of 
types of things like Midnight Essence? Like maybe there's other things like it, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, the Midnight Essence one is almost like the strangest one to me. Like you see like these <laughs> other things where you're like, oh, it's a similar like power set. And then instead there's like one where it's kind of a being that shows up a lot, which is okay, a little I, different. I, I guess. Us. Yeah. I guess in like fantasy like archetypes summoning creatures or or summoning constructs or creating magical creatures or constructs is a magic system, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and sometimes it is like pulling those things from a different plane of existence like summoning elementals and stuff, but sometimes it's hey, you created a a companion. I Okay, thinking about it as summoning is an interesting way to think about it. And that just happens to be what the sort of thing is that you summon in the Cosmere. Is these scary little black monsters. Either you're summoning it from the cognitive realm, which I don't think it is. And so you'd, you're summoning it from some spiritual thing, I guess. Well, so to, to be clear, I don't think you are summoning like individuals from anywhere. I, yeah, true. I, I agree with both of you that there's probably like an imprint of what a midnight essence is in the spiritual realm and what you are doing is you are manifesting uh a, a, a not not a copy but like you're like reaching out and touching it and like going like this is what i and, want and, and sculpting something out of uh, a physical spore and out of investiture and you were like okay well this is this is the design yeah, mm. and and here I I just did it again. Here's another midnight. Well, it's it's they're all coming from the same source. I mean, I I think that even if like in these specific cases you are making versions out of investiture, sure. Like I I do think there has to be some pro pro pre shattering origin where midnight essence just existed somewhere without being created. I was just thinking like what. Were Midnight Essence just on Yellen? Like that—that's—that's that's what I think. Like the, these what a things are show. <laughs> yeah, like all drawing from some basal thing. Like I would expect there's some sort of basal Midnight Essence on Yolen or somewhere. I guess in my head, I don't. I feel like we think about Yolen like it's being very important because Adenalsium was there, but the Cosmere was like a wide and populated place True. even then True. with like, you know, the singers are living on Rashar doing crazy Dawn singer stuff. So like the Midnight Essence can be a thing that's out there. I don't know that necessarily, ev like maybe that maybe at Oibrand's plan that every core thing will have been present on Yolen, but I do feel like it's possible that not everything was. Sure. It could be... Like it, it, it might be that there is this like prime aether or whatever that is the the archetype of uh, of what all midnight essences are are coming from, or what they're copying, right? Um, or or it could be that it's always been the way it is, in that there is no like original physical midnight essence. It's always been. Aether bound. No, I shouldn't use aether bound. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's always been people who are manifesting or summoning or creating midnight essences are. They've always been looking at some spiritual ideal because, like, I always go back to light weaving when we are looking at these uh, universal magic systems. Sure, you don't need to have 
an original illusion, an original sure, sure, sure. light waving system. Like even before the shattering, I think it's possible for us to have had multiple manifestations of light weaving. And mm -hmm. it just happens that they're all doing the same thing. Sure. I guess I would say the only difference here is that like Midnight Essence has like a bit of this prototypical personality, whereas like mm -hmm. like light weaving and connection magic with like bond smithing like that, that's not relevant. So I would assume some it had to have come from somewhere, right? And I, I'll just blame Aiden Alcium because that seems like a safe bet. Uh, that like, like who made that inherent design that they're drawing off of? I guess. But like, I, I agree. It, it is probably more like that, where like it's it's always existed. But I I wouldn't be surprised to see Midnight Essence on Yolen or on some other pre-shattering place, right? Oh, like, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that definitely seems very likely. likely. It's, there's no way to rule it out. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. I think what would be surprising to me is if we saw one and it just kind of naturally existed. I would agree that that would be surprising, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. I oh, don't, see, I, don't I, was, I was kind of thinking that it would be... It's like a good candidate for something that might pop up on like a minor shard world. As you might just have like a planet where like... They've got a like midnight essences mm -hmm. are there, you know, or something very similar. Sure, and like the you like Luhel Bond, like maybe not all the other aethers, and not not even necessarily an aether, but something, a an equivalent thing like midnight aether that's on this other world. Yeah, that they're yeah. you know that some like that they live with, or they yeah. you know in the same way that yeah. similar things show up other places. Okay, well let's let's stew on that one a little bit. Yeah. And um, originally, when we were thinking about yes. this episode, we were going to go, oh, Midnight Essences, uh, Nightmares on yes. uh, on Komashi. Yubi and um, that's, we're still going to do that. <laughs> we are still going to do that, yes. Uh, but, but originally, it was going to work a little bit better because uh, we thought the Nightmares might be uh, might be a version of Midnight Essences. And instead, we're going to go the other direction, which is, well, we know that Nightmares are not Midnight Essences. Yep. Uh, but we're going to use uh, kind of what we maybe know about Midnight Essences and some of the things that we know about Nightblood and, and Black Smoke and stuff. Black Smoke. Um, it's still Black Smoke because it still fits in this episode. <laughs> this big yep. episode. The yeah. episode of Darkness. Uh, we're still going to use that to like inform our discussion of, I mean, of it, Komashi's nightmares. It's weird that the shroud is all like this, like drippy black, almost substance, but not quite a substance. Like it's really weird. And very so reminiscent. That's, that's that's so juice. I think that's so soup. It, it's just it's just like yeah. It it really feels like night. Almost like what Nightblood did on a very extreme level. Yep. Right. Yep. Which, yeah. Except, uh, except that smoke like persisted. Yeah. You know. So why would it persist? But that, look, don't worry about that but too it much. It persisted because the the machine wanted it to. Yeah, it became a part of the machine in my mind. It like it was a part of that awakening, and so that <sighs> being continued to exist. Yeah. 
uh, I mean, it's, it's it's possible that the father machine is is holding on to like all of that investiture, right? Because because mm. it it wants to have these servants and this power. Yeah, right? like it, it's definitely using them as its agents, right? Well, yeah, and like that was I think at least was part of the explanation too. Is that like when it drew in all those souls, that was the power that kind of like kick started it. So I think so then it was able to draw the spirits and do the stone stacking, mm-hmm. and so I think that that. That's just like a part of its original creation. And so that's why it doesn't go away until the machine itself dies. I've seen several theories about how, isn't it weird how Nightblood was created with the five scholars? And here, four scholars made the the father machine here. And and so they're like, oh, and it's awakened. Is there a connection? And now we know that like this is awakened in a general sense like not using mm-hmm. breaths so i do not think that is true though that is funny to me i i don't think there's i don't think ye steals there but it would be really funny if that like <laughs> I, ye steel was chilling there but but the other four are i oh. think the lesson is stay away from specific numbers of scholars because <laughs> all the leads to bad writings Sure, yeah. gonna be like, three scholars pop like, open this there were three. We're gonna be like, oh no, oh no, yeah, get out now. One scholar, Chris. Uh, like, Navani, oh, Navani just became very dangerous. The, the Silverlight novella is actually just a uh, big cautionary tale to not have too many scholars in the same place, and they make an even worse of blacker <laughs> smoke thing. It's like, oh, we ruined everything, guys. Oops. <laughs> Well, the, the hidden theme of the Cosmere is anti-intellectualism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Brandon's going to write. That would be really funny. We're like, oh. Huh. I didn't see this coming. <laughs> um, yeah. Science that was, a, that was a fun 30 years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they just made this giant black smoke and it just ate every planet. It's like, oh, that's, that's oh, all right. Didn't expect back, that one. Yeah, yeah back to Yolan Bronze Age. Yeah. <laughs> The fane life, maybe the fane life ecosystem's fine. I actually, I actually did have a crazy idea that maybe like the fane's white and the midnight essence is black, and maybe there's like they're they're fighting each other on Yolan. Sure, why not? Why not? Humans Easy. caught in the middle, nowhere to go. Yeah, they're just like, oh, this place sucks. Uh, so I, I do, I do have a question that I want to ask uh, mm-hmm. because I am not sure where I stand on this and I've seen arguments for both sides and I I don't feel myself super persuaded in mm-hmm. either direction. We know that the father machine was awakened. It was brought to probably sapiens, uh, sapiens, sentience, sentience, some degree. Sapiens. No, neither do I. Um, <laughs> to one of these, right? Yes. And uh as a result of that it ate all of torio or most of torio so what is what is the sequence of events so do we think that the scholars infused the machine with some investiture and said stack stones attract spirits whatever and then the machine was like yeah and then the machine was like "Hmm, i can't do that just yet let me eat these 50,000 people or whatever, and then I will do my thing. Or do we think that the scholars in the act of like infusing and awakening the machine 
essentially, I guess my question is, are the souls of the Torish people part of the investiture that went into awakening the machine? Oh, I see. Or were they kind of the first thing that the machine, the first act of the machine after it was already fully awakened? I would lean towards the former. Oh, I, would I was going to lean to the second. Yeah, I, I think it's part of the awakening. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I would say that it, the human souls are not part of the awakening. That's, I would that's... say part of the awakening. Okay, so you think the machine was awakened, and then as its first thought, as its first action, it was like, oh, I need more power to do the thing that I was awakened to do. Yes. Let me gobble all of these things. Yes. Okay. That, that is at least my understanding of that, which I really sh probably should have reread for this, but that's fine. Um, let's so yeah. that, was, that was where I was as well with the book. And the main reason I bring this up is because that's always just felt like nonsense to me. What do you mean? It, has, uh, it has always felt ridiculous that you know you put in some amount of of investiture of energy of energy into a machine into an awakening and and you say like stack stones or whatever it doesn't have enough energy to stack stones but it has enough energy to eat a country i i think there is an assumption here yeah okay. and the assumption is that the command itself was to stack stones and was not something dumb like eat investiture uh, my go-to like command was like create energy uh like it, it's probably more complicated and like obviously mm -hmm. the visualization matters right with these uh Intent. quite a lot uh but yeah i don't think it was something as simple as stack stones right like i think i think there was a more complicated thing okay here i can I read some stuff from the book? Because there, it, there is some statements made. Please do. Okay, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm just like I know that that Hoy did write some stuff out. Yes. Okay. Let's see. 1700 years before our story started, a machine was activated at the Great Taurus Festival of the Spirits. Not the tiny machine you've seen. That was a prototype. The real machine was something far greater. Scholars had crafted it to stack stones, attract spirits, and then use them as a power source. They'd miscalculated, however. Because the machine, machine saw all souls, not just the spirits that lived beneath the ground as a viable power source. When first turned on, it was hungry. It needed strength to follow its instructions to stack stones. And it wanted an overwhelming amount of power to jumpstart its work. No spirits were available, so it instead reached out and seized the nearest sources it could find, the souls of the people of Torio. That's the thing that I always come back to. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't have enough power to do the thing that I was told, so I will eat a country. So, yeah. So it is weird that it is able to eat all those souls. I do agree. However, the order of events seems very clear. That is like, it was awakened, then it does the, then it grabs those souls, right? Yeah. I mean, true. it could also just be an example of like, it's kind of like a night blood where it's like no matter how many souls it eats, it's still hungry. Like, 
It's probably an aspect Maybe of it. Maybe didn't actually need the entire country souls, but it was, you know, feeling feeling kind of hangry and reached <laughs> out and took them all in before, you know, anyone could stop it. Yeah. yeah, I could see as well that it doesn't necessarily, in my mind, have to be that, and, you know, this, this could be something that Brandon hasn't really decided, but it doesn't have to be that the machine, like, you know, wakes up and it goes... And sucks in like every soul in the whole country in one moment. Like it could be like the machine wakes up and it starts sucking souls from like people in the near adjacent space. And then it grows power and starts drawing some spirits. And then it gets more ability to suck souls from further away. And it kind of cascades out. out. Like presumably the first ones it eats are those scholars. It's like, yeah, that's so much more horrifying. Like watching these people get consumed slowly and like, running away in terror as darkness slowly envelops the country, starting in the capital and going further and further out. Well, I don't... Yeah. Slow is a relative term. Like, I'm not saying instantaneous, but probably pretty fast, right? It reminds me of Honor Among Thieves, it's, actually. It's not a big country either, if you look at it, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I, I think that's probably the only way it can work is like by e- eating some souls, then it has more power to reach out further. A um, feedback loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I guess there must be just something about the command that lets it do it somehow. I guess. So I'm thinking back to Hoyd's narration there. It hmm. saw all souls as... Uh, source of energy or whatever the exact quote was yep and and so that makes me wonder whether the command was something to do with like turning turning souls into energy right yeah sure and just like you're not being specific enough as to what what do you mean by spirits? What do you mean by soul? What do you <laughs> what, mean by soul? What is a spread? It all looks like a spread to me. <laughs> nom, 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 audience, nom, nom. Audience, you make fun of us for going, what is a soul? But actually, these are the important cosmic questions. You that need stop to visualize very specifically what that means. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those scholars should have asked themselves, what is a soul? Before they came <laughs> exactly down that like that. And you know, there were four of them. Maybe we were the four, you know? Maybe yeah. we would have been fine. We've been like, guys, we're about to make a big mistake. We should okay, let's leave this off. We, we, we need to to nail down some dictionary definitions here before we, we do awakening. We totally would have predicted that it would just be able yeah. to go eat everyone in the country. Yep. Like, I, I yep. don't. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but I'm, so I'm, I'm thinking about that, right? And I'm thinking, okay, so if if the command is something to do with like turning souls into energy, sure. I I, I have to I have to assume that something about what Hoyt is saying here is incorrect or incomplete. What do you mean? Um, well, because I can't, because the way he tells this story is not the full picture. Like we are trying to guess where the gaps are. Oh, it, it ate the closest people and that, that allowed it to go to the next people and then that allowed it to get some sure. spirits. And then that, so like, this is not the full picture. And so I'm wondering if if the the piece that is missing is um well it's not that the machine like maybe it didn't have enough energy to attract spirits it is kind of like a like a naughty thing to think around a little bit it's hard to kind of imagine how it all happened Mm -hmm. because in like in my head i always think okay what gave 
the machine that like what was that initial source of power that they used to like wake the machine up in the very first place you know before it drew the spirits of everybody like that that, that I, to me is almost the least interesting i mean it, 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 it is it is interesting i agree it is interesting I, thank you for for, the, for the, that. Think, that was truly that was great i mean i think what it was was they had a prototype version that they used to draw in one spirit out somewhere and then like created some proto high on that was like the source of energy to kickstart the machine. Is, is yeah. I think. yeah they no, I think they must have it. had a spirit or something. Cause, cause they had the, cause like the scholars had the machine that could draw in a spirit when they were like pretending to be with you like before in like the months before the yeah, yeah. machine actually turned. Oh Yeah. Well, and there's also like the piece of it where like the machine is holding on to a portion of the spirit souls that it uses when it makes those when it like actually makes those machines. That was like an yeah, because it's like rebuilding itself. <laughs> why? Why do you think Hoyd saying no spirits were available? Like that seems a little odd to me, don't you think? Where? What's the full quote? Uh, it, it's literally like when first turned on, it was hungry. It needed the strength to follow its instructions to sack stones, and it wanted an overwhelming amount of power to jumpstart its work. No spirits were available, so it instead reached out and seared the nearest sources it could find, the souls of the people of Torio. My interpretation of that is that spirits that are in the form of devices are not useful to it. They're fixed as an yep. object. Okay, they sure. can't, that's not power they can draw. And the other spirits are down at the core of the yep. planet and have to be drawn up by the yoke the oh, and it's just like so far and so away. there's just like yeah it's really yeah. far away so there's just none that happened to like if there okay. was a yogaijo standing right there it would have been like oh spirit like it does sure. with the painter but okay 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 cool i was just like is there something weird going on because no, like, it doesn't no, seem I, like the spirits are that far away i don't know yeah, and it, initially i was kind of had the same sort of like huh but yeah that's yeah. another that is another one where you have to kind of think about okay why does this make sense or like how might this work mm-hmm. they're they're just out of range in some ways i almost want to compare this to like not not mechanically but just sort of um like what we see in elantris with like Diloph's wife like there was like an error in how the aeon was formed and that caused like an, like i'm not i'm not saying it's like the mechanically the same thing but sort of the same principle of like somewhere in the process of like crafting one of these things there was an error in like the form of the command or something mm-hmm. there's like a glitch or like a yeah. an error in the code and it caused unforeseen yeah. circumstances yeah at least just <laughs> yeah you don't get to debug the thing you just turn it on and see if it works so it's like well that that did not work that's that's yikes for sure yeah yeah because their prototype made stupid devices they didn't make like a prototype that tried to generate power to see how it would work yeah they were like let's just jump to this shoddy science is what it is yeah Yeah. they they had it coming um (laughs) but not they're not that good of scholars here I'm so curious. I I know Brandon like wouldn't be like, oh, this is what the command is, but like, God, I'd I'd love to know what that specific command yeah. was because that would be interesting. But maybe it's better we don't know because then we'd go off on an entire episode just on the phrasing of the command. 
Yeah, we might we might overthink that one. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he said he wasn't willing. He didn't have like his computer to look it up in front of him. So uh-huh. maybe like a Reddit AMA yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he can, if he can look that up. I, I did want to comment uh, on a interesting YouTube comment that mm-hmm. was about the machines command, and this is from gtrist92. Uh, what if the link between the shroud and nightblood? In the phrasing of the command, an inherent misunderstanding of Cosmere physics. You mentioned, this is my theory, you mentioned create energy as a potential command. Brandon has said that just like matter and energy cannot be destroyed in our world, only to change shape, investiture is the same way. So if they did say create energy, it would be the opposite problem that Nightblood has had. He can't destroy evil, he can only transmute it to a different form. The machine can't create energy. It has to get it from somewhere else. Um, I, I don't know if I buy that, but mm-hmm. it's an interesting idea that like if you if you phrase these words just like the machine just doesn't get it because you can't do that. Like you can't yeah. actually destroy a thing truly like you can you can split it up into tiny bits like you can do that. That's fine. But like truly destroy a thing you cannot do in the costume. Yeah, I actually almost see the issue with the machine as being the same issue as Nightblood but in a different way where it's oh, yeah? like Nightblood doesn't understand evil mm-hmm. whereas the machine doesn't understand souls as a human co- or like spirits as a human concept. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally buy that. Sure, yeah. It reminds me a lot of uh, wax holding the bands of mourning, right? Where it's like, oh, metal's blindness, but souls are metal, and like, like that sort of weirdness. Where it's like, well, really, if if you really uh, look from the top down, all these things are kind of the same. That seems- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which is always very confusing to me because there, Brandon is so insistent that the power is not in the metals. I'm like, so why is it? What do we see? Ah, so I I have a theory, uh, <laughs> okay. and I think it has to do with connection. I think it's metals are not inherently power or anything like that, but metals are spiritually important. They are spiritually connected to the metallic arts, and so when you are using the metallic arts to like steel sight. <laughs> that flags the metals as all oh, these things are important in the context of the power that you are using so mm-hmm. if you were if there was another like telekinetic power in the cosmere where you could uh, uh push and pull on things uh and it had nothing to do with the metallic arts it probably wouldn't flag metals as important either that or metals have spiritual integrity and all of that nonsense. yeah, yeah. Well, i think it's more something like that because Open question whether someone like uh, Odium is metal blinded, though there is that uh, Pure Lake cave with New Relic and those those holy grottos. So maybe. Oh my god! I mean, there's there's <laughs> silver and aluminum have unique properties with investiture. Yeah, that's true. That's true, right? So like metal does specific things. Um, it's still weird. Like I wouldn't say that the it's more sensible that you would interpret like spren and spirits as human souls than metal <laughs> but you know like one of these things makes more sense to me yeah. but. Uh, but but okay this is very off topic okay great i mean 
No, we can't have that. So, investiture in the physical realm, in a solid state, mm -hmm. is metallic. I think True. it's not so much that souls are metal, but that the like the body of a god in a physical form in the physical is realm is metal. So that's that's what it's that's where the like similarity is. It's like souls are metal because God's essence is metal. <laughs> yeah, sure. I think I have to twist my brain in a knot a little bit, but but that that that, that does make sense. I think. Do you want to talk about the shroud? <laughs> I love to talk about the shroud. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Why not? Should, should we read? Uh, the 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 very next well two paragraphs where it, it I, talks about the the shroud itself it's right by that white quote that we were just looking at no. yeah no i was like it definitely it definitely just like kind of lets you yeah uh, the, go the exposition chapter hoyd says be careful what commands you give yeah uh-huh got that this machine began immediately began feeding on them destroying their bodies and harvesting their investiture the result was the shroud sprayed into the air, left to rain down and blanket the land. A dark miasma literally crafted from the dead. Everyone's identities evaporated. And capital I. Yeah. Yes, yeah, capital <laughs> I. And transformed into this dark force. Imagine it like the tar that decomposed bodies sometimes turn into over many years of incredible pressure. The shroud is that, except souls, left as refuse from the machine's initial activation. The machine didn't use people up so much as transform them. They lingered as this blackness, a churning soup made of tens of thousands of souls subject to the machine's domineering will, held in eternal bondage to something they'd created. Delightful, eh? <laughs> so here's how I read that. And I'm not confident in my read. Okay, so we'll do, a, we'll do a popular vote. Okay. Bodies destroyed, whatever. Mm -hmm. We don't care about the bodies. Maybe there's like some investiture that gets released in the process. I 100% don't care about what happens in the physical realm. Perfect. Identities vaporized. Vaporized. I think they are either completely destroyed, by which I mean they are... are they they blow up into some constituent like spiritual atoms or whatever. They are no longer associated with with these people. Uh, like not, not not destroyed, destroyed, but like connections gone. Either that, or the identities are somehow used as fuel. Oh, are you done? Let's Sorry. let's let, let I'm not done, but let's tackle the identity question first, <laughs> and then I'll. It's, perfect. It's yeah. interesting to me that he says identity destroyed. Because, like, it seems with, like, characters like Le Leon that the identity is still there in some form. No, right? I totally agree. No, and he's, like, he's painting specific villagers and then specific nightmares are coalescing out of the crowd mm -hmm. back into I people. Like, it, 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 I felt like that was an odd line. And the only way I can make sense of it is I feel like the like it's not necessarily a permanent or like a total destruction, but just like an incredible weakening of it. And so prior, or, or maybe, they're not aware of who they were once were kind of like, yeah. a shade. or, or maybe like a scrambling of some kind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone's identities evaporated and transformed into this dark force. So 
Well, so here, here's there are two ways to read that sentence. Uh huh. Uh, one of them is the identities get destroyed, and then the identities get turned into the shroud, or the identities get destroyed and the people get turned into the shroud. There's a there's a they. Uh, that no, is I, that I, is ambiguous. I think it's definitely talking about the identities. Uh themselves not the people and uh, you maybe you can make an argument that like by becoming the shroud collectively like that is a way to do that's like a <laughs> form of the destruction of a distinct identity you know like now you're not many things you are one thing now you're the shroud you're not a bunch of people and so maybe that is somewhat a destruction of the identity as an individual it's really interesting because it gets to the question what is a soul right because really like hoyd's like okay the the souls are still held there but what does it mean for the identity to be evaporated right like i i think we would say that the identity's a portion of the soul right yep what when you store identity ferrochemically, what happens to you? <laughs> From a mechanical standpoint, you need to store identity to be able to create like universal metal mines. Yep. Right. You also become more susceptible to like emotional alimency and other effects that, that touch your soul. Is that actually so, yeah. canonical? Is that a Mistborn Adventure game thing? <laughs> I well, I haven't read the Mistborn Adventure game. So oh, I okay. I. Maybe maybe that's a wob that I'm just not remembering. <laughs> if it says that, it, that is not on the wiki, unless I just missed it. Uh, Identity. Because um. I... My take has always been, like, I and I think generally people in the fandom have viewed identity as, like, some property of the spirit world, but not necessarily, like, a distinct aspect that can be torn off and leave the rest of the spirit web intact. Uh, I agree with that sentence. No. Yeah. Yeah. I have always seen, well, not always, but like for a long time, I have seen identity as Marvin had a, a great wob that he got once where mm -hmm. he compared identity to a cryptographic key. Yeah. And I've always uh -huh. been a fan of that where identity is not like a section of your spirit yeah. web. It is something that infuses every part of your spirit web and says this piece of spiritual investiture belongs is is associated with this person. I think that's basically just a different way of saying what Grace said, right? Would you agree with that, Grace? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Just you don't want to get on a long uh, <laughs> discussion where we're like we're we agree. Um, we aggressively agree with aggressively. each other. I wonder if, like, another way to look at it is, like, these souls are becoming a part of the Shroud. So their identity mm -hmm. is, or it's becoming a machine, too. So their identity is becoming, like, subsumed to this machine now. Mm -hmm. And so that is changing that sort of, like, characteristic in some way. Yeah. But, but I, I do agree that there is, like there is some remains of identity and mm -hmm. like that the machine is can will these these cognitive shadows right to do things for it 
Uh, but there is a bit of identity still there. Yeah. But like it's just mm-hmm. mostly shredded. I, I like the idea of like the shredding metaphor that it's like, it's mm-hmm. all like shredded and jumbled and, and mixed together. Broken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like when you, when you make a, when you make a smoothie, the yeah. banana is still there is just mixed with the strawberry. Man, every time I make a smoothie, it just creates this black tar that it covers the entire world. It's like, God, I, I should stop and awakening then, blunders. You just, need a really, you just need a really powerful painter to draw the banana and smoothie separately again. Easy, yeah. I'll separate your smoothie for you. Perfect. Or you need your banana to be very highly invested. And then it can kind of pull itself together. <laughs> We've got options. There's a, there's a lot of options. Uh, yeah, it is. It is so weird. Like, it, I guess just the idea of like these identities evaporating. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but it does remind me a bit of uh, the Parshman, right? Where the the identity was like broken. I would have to look at Sil's oh, exact line. I'm not- Another incredibly confusing uh, example identity, of identity crucial. <laughs> identity, rest- identity restored connection refounded, I, I believe. That's right. Yeah. I, See, I get them like, so like, like, like so like the, the black smoke is like the identity has evaporated and then like in the case of the Yogi Hijo, they're invested enough that it can like con- have like condensation down to like a person again. Essentially, then, like, yeah. And then, like, Painter can, like, use his painting abilities to, like, artificially create that effect in the other cognitive shadows or something weird like that. I think that makes sense, because, like, presumably, like, investiture, like, when you put it in an object, is, like, flavored with this identity corresponding to a person, right? Mm -hmm. And so... Yumi being highly invested, eh, presumably that like investiture has her identity attached to it, right? Or like it's like it's all suffused together into our identity. And so like the machine can destroy her body, but that investiture is so potent and like has that identity suffused to all that that it it congeals there. So I think that makes sense. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. I think. When you mention the parchment, it is interesting to think about them as people who have had their identities damaged mm-hmm. previously yeah. and how the per- like the sense that we get from the ones that awaken is not that they didn't have these personalities or like these inner lives. It's just that they were st- that they were like kind of buried within them in some way. Super suppressed. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. I, you can definitely see how the nightmares might have like some like core inside them that remembers who they are can be brought out by the machine when it's doing these whole puppetry things that it does yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure for but sure. it's primarily not available and i wonder like how much like the machine is aware of like each person like yeah i think there's some awareness that the well, machine it kept has. it kept the colors aside yeah, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're my friends. They made uh, me. It's, 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 it's also yeah. interesting to me talking about the parchment that, like, on Yumi, the nightmares are seeking out, like, strong emotions in order to try to get that identity back on their own in the form of, like, nightmares 
hunting people. Whereas, like, the parchment, there's, like, a connection there to, like, Odium. Potentially. I wouldn't say that's what the nightmares are doing. I think they are drawn to, like, emotions and thought in the same way that Sprint are. But I don't think yeah. there's a goal to that. I think it's just kind of a, a an intrinsic and instinctive draw towards all this mind is appealing to me. But they're feeding on something because they get yeah. stronger when they repeatedly return. And that's something mm -hmm. that I'm interested in and was never that's, really came up in the book good, is what exactly... Point. What are they taking from these people? Is there a cost? Like, I, I assume not a heavy cost, aside from the fact that eventually it'll come back and kill you with real claws. But, like, what is it getting from them? What if it's, like, just presumably all these people have virtuosity investiture, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, and okay. it's absorbing some of that virtuosity investiture and that kind of, like, with... Yumi, it's like helping it coalesce into a more concrete thing, whereas otherwise it would not necessarily be a concrete thing. So what's happening with the nightmares when they grow more stable and when they grow more powerful is actually very similar to what happens with like when the painters paint them, right? They they gain a concrete shape. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, except, obviously, it's not, you know, something harmless. It's whatever nightmare that uh, uh, their feeding targets have been imagining, right? Yeah. It's also similar to, I think, Spren, in that the perception of them kind of locks them in shape. But I don't... I don't understand what the benefit of all of that is. I mean, I think for them, the benefit is their identity is messed up and this is like an attempt at finding a new one, sort of. Like, they, there's something in them that inherently, like, longs to have a shape, have a form. Mm. Yeah, and I don't think this is an overly conscious thing most of the time. Right. Agreed. Uh, like standard nightmares that are usually just drawn there, like not Leun, because Leun had like a specific thing that the machine was trying to get it to do. Right. Um, <laughs> but like generally, I think it's just, oh, I'm sort of drawn to this and uh, it is nice to have a bit more identity and strength there. Interesting, though, that it seems that the machine can just make the nightmares be more scary and stable and send it to yeah. a place. Mm -hmm. So, like, presumably the machine can, you know, invest these, these more scattered beings and form them into specific nightmares, which is that that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Mm hmm. Here, I've got another interesting line about the nightmares Perfect. and like kind of what they're looking for in people. Perfect. It says, yeah, the nightmares forgot how to be people when not compelled directly by the machine. But they longed, lusted for the lives they'd lost. Maddened by their state of half existence, they'd sneak into the cities, hunting dreaming minds with powerful imaginations. Nice. 
<laughs> yeah, I think there is like an intrinsic desire here that, hey, there's something that I'm missing and and that something is something that this person has. It's not it's not my something like they haven't stolen a thing from me, but they they have something that I used to have and I want it. <laughs> And I and I want and like the nightmares don't understand that feeding on these people doesn't necessarily bring them closer to humanity, but they are nonetheless feeding and like something yeah. is happening with them. They're becoming more invested. Absolutely, mm-hmm. uh, it's not their intent, but it's a side effect. Super interesting with that line. That's like yeah, they can remember to be people when the machine compels them. It's like oh man, that's interesting well because the machine is puppeteering like all of the prisons right for sure for Mm -hmm. sure yeah i'm just still continuously trying to think of exactly this command and it's like this 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 thing's bonkers you know i think it definitely must have been vague enough that the machine was kind of allowed to grow in Mm -hmm. ways that it was unplanned yeah i don't think that they like but that like much of this was pre-thought and they were like oh yeah this will be the portion that puppeteers the souls like (laughs) yeah it it seems like the commands probably here is simple rule that it extrapolated a lot of things from yeah it's like to continue to maintain power i must you know puppeteer the souls and like prevent the yoki from challenging me and yeah i mean it's this is what I was thinking about, like, there were tens, it says, like, tens of thousands of souls, but, like, the one that the machine sent after Painter was, like, Liu, and, like, I feel like this entire, I feel like if, if the machine had just sent, like, a random soul that had never interacted with uh, Yumi before to hunt down Painter, then, it, like, he probably could have won, you know? But they didn't realize the machine would develop a sense of dramatic irony. So. <laughs> one well, of the common unintended side effects of awakening well i mean it, it's kind of interesting because presumably like the machine uses leon's soul a lot in maintaining mm-hmm. yumi's specific prison mm-hmm. so like it kind of makes sense th- to me that the machine would be like okay something weird with this spirit prison right like there, there's something mm-hmm. going on there this is a soul I use. Uh, this is my so, tool, my yeah, go-to. This is my tool. So, like, I think mm-hmm. that's sort of how you can make sense of that. But yeah, it is very convenient for sure. And I don't think the in my head the machine is not like an antagonist that could anticipate something like Painter being able, like, realizing that he's talking to Leon, yeah, and like, mm-hmm. and like subverting the conflict in that way like i think it's just like oh i'm gonna send a nightmare it's gonna kill him and then it's like oh thing i couldn't have planned for okay now what yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and and the book makes a point to say hey the machine doesn't plan it reacts to circumstances changing and it can anticipate certain circumstances changing but it's not like it doesn't have long-term plans it's like i i want to I want to attract spirits. I'm doing my thing that I was said to do. And mm-hmm. yeah, these are all just unintended side effects. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although I do think it has grown a little bit beyond just its command and like whatever liberal interpretations of that command 
uh, mm-hmm. it has come up with because uh, because of the whole like replacement of its parts things like a lot of the machine is now investiture that mm-hmm. it has stolen oh, yeah, from the spirits. That's an interesting mm-hmm. point. And so that investiture over nearly two thousand years or whatever could have developed a little bit of like life of its own. That that is a really interesting idea because you know we talk about the ship of Theseus in Brandon writing quite a lot, uh, but we don't usually talk about it. Usually we're talking about it in terms of like a person, right? Who's like, okay, all the cells are replaced and are you the same person? Uh, Who's to say? (laughs) It's interesting that it's sort of coming up with the machine, right? Because if those parts, like it almost makes me wonder if the machine is imparting its command to those new pieces in a sense. I think it must be, yeah. yeah, to an extent. To an extent, uh, which is just a really interesting thing to do. Yeah, I guess. yeah, and I think in my mind, almost like the physical part of the machine is is like crucial, but like almost like an afterthought. You know what I mean? Like it, it definitely like the mind is a little bit more important by the yeah. end. It's just like a, it's an apparatus that needs to maintain so that everything yeah. else exists. But Hoy called it a. Did it call it a zombie? No. Undead something? Yeah, okay. Uh, the machine was there uh, dominating the interior like a fat mushroom. Fully 30 feet tall, hundreds of legs. It piled stones and sides uh, in an internal process, other legs knocking them over as it went. And then restocking, presumably, yeah. It, it would have long since broken down, but investiture... The smoke repaired each worn joint, replacing each cracked limb. It was, you might say, an undead machine. That kind of reminds me, like, in a weird way of, like, Stormlight healing almost. Like, it's using the smoke to heal the joints, in a sense. I mean, it's using the investiture, right? That's what it's saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's just kind of interesting doing it on a mechanical thing, right? I, I guess, but then when it... Like stormlight healing, though, it doesn't fall apart later. When the machine dies, all that goes away. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, sure, sure. So it it isn't as real in my mind. Yeah, so it's like investiture being manifested into a specific shape, right? <laughs> Almost not... like summoning a spread device, kind of. Yeah. I was going to say that, but I think it might be more that the investiture is suffusing the physical material like it might in a metal mind sure Mm -hmm. but but it's not manifesting as that physical material so if you take the investiture away it is no longer supporting the like the wood and the metal and whatever else the machine was made of and so it it crumbled like the age essentially catches up with it's it's the lord ruler effect yeah okay sure 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 i i do yeah based off that description yeah that that is more what is happening right because it's like it would have broken down but it has the investiture and so it's like this thing that would have broken it's like it's like it's sticky 
Right. So it's staying together. And it's it's being it. physically held together. Like, yeah, it, you, have, you have a broken stick and you're holding it with with investiture. And when you're no longer holding it, it just breaks. It's OK. What behind you, me, the machine at last fell still slumping, disintegrating as pieces of it that hadn't been real. Most of them by now evaporated oh, okay. away. Okay. Oh, there's okay. So, so so there is just, manifestation. Yeah, yeah okay. it's just manifesting stuff. Yeah, I I always see it as more like a solid light weaving versus like uh ver- compared to like soul casting, where it's like what it's doing is more of a solid light weaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's sure. anything. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, for sure. It's it's really making me think about night blood in a way, and like how i think we would normally think nightblood is just indestructible you can't destroy it right uh like it's not a thing yeah. you could destroy thus far he has not proven to be destructible <laughs> yeah uh so i i guess my thought here is maybe nightblood does sustain damage but it's drawing the investiture to sort of like make itself and so like we don't notice that but like maybe maybe there is damage like the original steel that is nightblood may not necessarily be there in a sense i see what you're saying yeah i see i I think it's possible but i also don't think there's any reason to believe that it just wasn't supernaturally reinforced from the start you know like it it could be true if it happened i wouldn't be shocked but I also just think it's gonna be fun. I think Nightblood would in any case be harder to destroy, even if it was like working under the same principles, because the machine was using like sapi other sapient beings that had their own desire to get away as the fuel source. Whereas Nightblood, the original fuel like fuel source was just here are a bunch of breaths, which are like an inherently sticky thing that stay in objects no matter what. So I think if you wanted to try to get, like, if you wanted to try to destroy Nightblood, it would be a lot harder inherently. And there's also like just complexity of what it's doing mechanically, right? It's a sword. <laughs> like, it's not, it doesn't have like these moving parts. It's not a printer, okay? Like, if you're waking a printer. Out. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, awakening a printer, much harder than just like, hey, it's a sword. Make, be, be, be sharp, okay? <laughs> like, there, there's less moving pieces to break. Um, mm-hmm. And he's in the sheath most of the time anyway. Yeah, uh, it is notable that uh last year on one of the live the spoiler live streams mm-hmm. uh someone asked whether nightblood's awakening transformed it into a god metal mm-hmm. and brandon said that you could say that um and, and then he goes on and said yeah you could argue it's a god metal but well, brandon would you say that always the question yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we're asking you brandon i i think that comes down to like what does investiture being made solid how is how is that different like if you pack in ruin stuff into atium or racium versus i have a crap load of breaths and i'm investing a thing very powerfully right like how different are those things necessarily so like I think that's part of the weirdness. 
of like how much you can charge or invest like a, into like an a real like a real piece a real object yeah, yeah. and like <laughs> does the act of awakening it alter its chemical composition and stuff right like it may be into god metal stuff I, I i don't know it's magic who knows that's why i think there's a potential argument there but also i feel like nightblood's initial chunk of investiture that it got was higher than the father machine like i feel like it's probably pretty difficult for like on Tori on uh, Kamashi to get enough stuff to like like the equivalent of a thousand breaths in a sense like that no, that seems pretty no. challenging to do how uh, many breaths to a spirit Eric I mean, oh, <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly but like clearly there was enough to awaken the machine to begin the process but mm-hmm. I, yeah. I feel like Nightblood is more initially powerful and there is also weirdness in nightblood's creation which lead to open questions (laughs) but apparently apparently there was weirdness with the machine's creation as well so was there what is well the the whole like brandon interview thing where uh oh you wouldn't expect this to happen again it has to do with like virtuosity and specific things or did he say virtuosity okay He he did say that like the being able to grab things at range is like Oh, there's like a connection between the machine with virtuosity stuff and what virtuosity did. It's just the biggest load of hand wavium. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, that sounds like virtuosity. <laughs> there, there's this weird shard stuff. It did. It did. It did some stuff. That's more weirdness in circumstance, right? Whereas, like in its actual action of what it's doing. Whereas Nightblood, there's potential like ruin investiture. Get it? like there's there's weird stuff going on with specifically Nightblood's creation. Right. All right. Let's let's do the ruin wob. Let's Where's do the, the ruin wob. wob. Waylon, whom I remember from the days of of old in the seventy shard, yes. asked uh, back in 2018 Legion release party. Wow, that Ooh, feels wow. wild to say. Legion, these days. the first Legion. Whoa. <laughs> We've been doing this a um, while. Asked, does Nightblood contain any of Ruin's investiture? Like, not ATM, but... Oh, that was also a theory for a long time, that he was made of ATM, yeah, or yeah. ATM and the alloy. <laughs> yeah, yep. It, it was, yeah. Uh, and Brandon says, yes, technically. And I'm not wiggling around that, because technically, location in the Cosmere, and who it belongs to, and what really gets weird, right? Because Ruin's Investiture is everywhere. But I'm not talking that way. I am talking the way you actually meant it. If we've talked about this, Swab, for sure, multiple times. All right. All right. Theory. Uh, okay. Hit all it. black smoke comes from Ruin. There was some ruin on Komashi. It's just there's there's no weirdness with this like corrupted decomposed. It's just it's just the ambient ruin investiture on these planets that's being seen. But to be fair, that's possible for sure. I can't I can't yeah. disprove that. <laughs> that. That is a plausible theory as well. I don't as have any to other. like it, but I can't disprove. That. That's it's chilling to imagine uh, like these ruin bombs just like lingering in the spiritual background. Nobody knows when they're just gonna tap into one by accident. <laughs> create some sort of awful nightmare well yeah because like midnight essence like there's violence and sort of like just 
like a destructive aspect to it. Mm-hmm. So like kind of, I don't know how much it's that's full of, bl- full of black smoke pouring out when you yeah. pop it open. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's true. I, I don't, I don't know if there's anything really there, but I, I think the primal midnight aether would be deeply offended by your implication. That ruined, <laughs> that's uh, probably true. Or, that is yeah. probably true. Like, oh, that shard. Ugh. Always get mistaken for oh, yeah. that jerk. I existed before that shard. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what what happened in the shattering uh, primal midnight aether? Like, what 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 ch- did anything change with you? And then we just interview it. It's like, hey, what's up? Yeah, if you could interview Marsh, next next candidate, primal midnight essence aether. <laughs> get on true. It, true. I want the transcript, please, Chris. That would be very useful. I, I think we discussed how maybe what that wob means is Nightblood has absorbed some ruin investiture over time as as is as he is absorbing stuff. Right? Maybe. Uh, Did we think he'd been taken off world before before we see him in Stormlight? You know, like back when it was five scholars doing their doing their bouncing around. Oh, as in has it like consumed some ruin elsewhere or whatever? Yeah, I'm like, is there anywhere I could have I could have picked it up elsewhere, or would it have to have been something that was just happened to be on uh, Nalthus? No evidence that Nightblood has been elsewhere other than Nalthus and Rashar. Like, I guess it's possible. I certainly don't. Uh, sure we s- we do know that it's been on other worlds. Oh, between okay. Nalthus and Roshar. Oh, great, great, fantastic. No, no more information than that, but fantastic. we do know that. Cool. So we do know. Great. But- Maybe Ruin is an avatar. Nightblood is an no. avatar of Ruin. No, 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 no. I do have trouble like imagining Nightblood. Like, if we're saying the black smoke is related to the rune stuff, you know, which isn't necessarily true, but Not let's say all. it is. Yeah. Uh, presumably, it wouldn't have had that aesthetic before it absorbed this chunk of ruin. And so that's kind of odd to imagine to me. Like, Nightblood, before it has, like, you know, it bleeds black smoke and it does all that stuff. But it did get renamed at one point. So maybe Vasher stabbed it into something made out of ruin and was like, huh. Now it's uh, different. But, but but he he named it Nightblood because he killed Shashara with it. Yeah, and also didn't or, it lead or... Black Smoke in the Battle of Twilight Falls? <laughs> right? It, it did yeah. the same thing. I think the ruin came in the creation of Nightblood. I don't think it was like yeah. an absorption thing. I think yeah. I, I think that as well. Yeah, I don't like, think there's only sense. two possibilities. Either it's absorbed there or it was like in the creation, right? Uh I, I think we have to at least acknowledge the possibility of a Dawn Shard being involved. Oh my god. <laughs> we in fact do not have to acknowledge that possibility. Fun fact. The, uh, the, the destroy, it's the destroy Dawn Shard. Perfect. Easy. Look, easy. It is not implausible. They, the Dawn Shards went from not mentioned to ultimate ass pull. Anytime we don't know something, we're just like, well, it could be a Dawn Shard. It could be. Maybe there's a survive one. You don't know. It could be. Maybe Maybe not. Good, babe. Was all of this on your bingo card for today? Like we talked about Atium Retcon, Battle of Twilight Falls, oh Dawn Shard. Like 
there were other things that I've forgotten, but I'll make a list when I'm editing and just list off the crazy crap we talk about in the description. Honestly, we should before this episode tell people to create Cosmere bingo cards. That would be a very fun game for this episode. Yeah, yeah, just like well, even, I, I mean, even non-Cosmere because Rhythmatis did come up. This is true. Yes. Last observation. I do think that what we see in the shroud is yet another example of just like the myths, whatever this like state of matter thing that Brandon said he's going to eventually give us a term for is like the myths, <laughs> the high storms. Now we got the shroud. Yeah. Agreed. Another kind of and kind of an interesting version of it where it's made out of cognitive shadows as opposed to just being ambient investiture. Yeah. <laughs> That, yeah. that does remind me that uh, I was talking about a thing and, and we veered into like identity questions Yep, because uh, we want to talk about that. And then I didn't finish talking about the thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is also true. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> which, which was the other half of the formation of the shroud, right? Okay. So identities uh, mm -hmm. evaporated and then all of the people were uh, turned into soul soup. Mm -hmm. Yep which is something that I wanted to try to draw some parallels between that. So, so like soul, like sludge when, when you are a thing that like consumes souls in some capacity, whether fully to like power yourself up or partially. And then you like leave some like residual, like leftovers mm. of the soul. Okay. Um, it, it feels like you get like a, like a black smoke, like liquidy, yeah, oily black smoke. Because sure. we see that with the Father mm -hmm. Machine, we see that with Nightblood, we potentially see that with uh, Yelignar, uh, yeah, who sure. is probably consuming the souls probably. of its hosts. That seems like a safe bet for sure. Uh, we might see that with like shard blades to circle back all the way to the beginning of the episode. But just like a lower extent, potentially. Very, very like like the shard blade is not feeding on the soul of the person that it's, it's causing spiritual damage. Sure. Potentially. Yeah. So that's that's kind of a, a point that I wanted to establish that I, I think the same way that when we see red investiture in the Cosmere, it's a sign, not 100%, but it's a sign of like corrupted investiture or co-opted investiture. Uh, same way as that, when we see black smoke, we might be looking at kind of the, um, the, the refuse of something that is destroying or consuming investiture. It's souls. souls. It's interesting to me that we don't see any colored smoke with hemallergy. Oh, she could rush on that in really easy. Be like, oh, whoa. I mean, yeah, I guess we haven't seen anyone like actively having their soul spikes out of them. <laughs> so maybe some, maybe well, some black guy, smoke escapes. The soldier with like the 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 guy who got uh the the the, the guy who gave uh, a spook pewter. Mm. Look, it was a stressful situation. Maybe that was. It smoke. was a stressful situation. Maybe, maybe yes. the black smoke is being absorbed into the spike. Did you think about that? It's possible. Well, so, well some power is lost. You know, he will oh. decay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The go. Yeah, some so, power is lost. That should, I feel, based off our understanding <laughs> of Cosmere principles, lost as black smoke. Yeah, but it might be such like a small like a slow decay yeah 
that you are not really seeing any of it. Like it, it's sure. not as dramatic necessarily. Yeah. Well, there's like an initial loss though too. You know what I mean? At the moment yeah. of create, I guess maybe it's left behind and it's not like lost, lost and the person just dies. But... It, it, like the initial stabbing of like ripping that spirit mm-hmm. web a bit. Yeah, but like the loss might not be... So let's say you're stealing uh, pewter from someone. Mm-hmm. The loss might be just that you are not stealing the entirety of the person's pewter. So like there there are like edges of that, like frayed edges of that spirit web still left in the person. They're completely useless in part because they're dead, in part because the majority of it is missing. They can't do anything with it. But like you're not stealing all of it. You're you're like stealing the part that encodes for that spiritual ability, right? Like it, it it's, it's interesting because like so I partially imagine it like a spiritual structure that you're stealing, like kind of like a spiritual organ. But then you, yeah. it's hard to imagine like you accidentally leaving part of a spiritual organ behind and being able to use the part that you stole. Like, you know, if there's like a chunk yeah. torn off. Yeah, but you're, you're leaving like the, the blood vessels and like all of the other connective tissue around, right? Yeah, well, what's what's kind of interesting to me, though, is, you know, when they do those like union spikes, this is getting into the hemology. This is for the hemology episode. We'll talk about this later. Yeah, but, we, we, like, will, we will have a hemology episode in s- some time. So but like when they union spike, when they make, you know, when they like make a spike out of like 30 people, those like. Really oh, spike. OK. Yeah, okay. that was not. That was just me coming up with a term there. When they make okay. those and they give them to people and they like briefly get powers or like sort of get powers. And it makes it seem like everybody has at least one kind of like latent encoded ability that might not express itself because it's so weak. But like that they, they have like there is there there's a power coded in there that is coming out. Yeah, I, I, I think I have some idea of why you were thinking that hemology should have black smoke component but why don't you tell us that yeah i think it's just the idea of like there's an element of sort of destruction of at least part of the soul with hemology where there's like a potential like you're taking part of the soul out and there's potentially a loss of power plus hemology is like the ruin thing so if ruins power is black smoke Probably even more than any other power, you know, you'd kind of expect it to show up there. Okay. If anything, so so here's what I think about that. I think the shard blade thing might be more of a coincidence than anything else. Uh, so I'm willing to to walk that one back and say that the black smoke is more about the consumption. Of in- so, the the black smoke that we see, it's potentially not necessarily about the damaging of souls and the damaging of spirit webs and cognitive aspects. It's about repurposing them for something else. So, uh, night blood when you slash something or someone with it. It grows stronger. It draws some of that power. And then maybe the black smoke that we see is it discarding the bits that are useless to it. Sure. Or that yeah. it can't consume mm-hmm. or whatever. And like, Fa- it, it Father does Machine. Bodies. 
Uh, the identity could have be evaporated. You could one could say, uh, father machine. It uh, um, uses some of the soul. Well, not some of the souls, but like some parts of each soul to like give itself energy to do the task that it's supposed to do. But like it doesn't fully consume the people of Torio. They're still in the shroud out there because it keeps reusing them. Right. Yeah. So like the black smoke is the discarded soul material of sure. all of that. Gotcha. And so in that context, um, so we are ignoring shard blades. We're saying shard blades are not doing the same thing. The yeah. the the uh, burning eyes are just a coincidence. It's it's a regular smoke, not a black smoke. And then in that context, hemology. Well, hemology is not consuming the soul to do an effect and then discard the rest. It's grabbing a chunk of the soul and putting it elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I buy that. And so in that context, like there wouldn't be sure black smoke. I kind of like that comparison, but then I reminded that the sh like the black smoky output of the machine became the shroud, which was something that it used. It wasn't refuse. It was like a valuable tool that it had created. <laughs> but it was still kind of mangled souls that it ejected. The connection the machine has to the shroud, because presumably all of this is unintended from the initial command, is super vague to me. Like, I, yeah, it, I, just, it I, seems just like a resource that it kind of keeps a hold of. Like, it's just like a thing that it made. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like the investiture that charges itself. Well, but it kind of does though, with like the smoke healing it. Or like manifesting parts. I think right? it's probably just like commanding part of it to do that. Like it's like, okay, I'm using this resource to fix yeah, myself here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This stuff's weird. It is weird. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's. Brandon had a very specific idea for a story, and this is, this I'm gonna write all weird from story. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great story, but the mechanics are a little funky. Yep. So, speaking of black smoke, there's another kind of. Uh, smoke there's, there's red smoke as well and like red glowing eyes we see a lot of that a lot lot of red um and brandon's often said that that's a sign of corrupted investiture right which i think only is confusing because of the warbreaker annotation that says that the night blood of black dripping is corrupted and consumed <laughs> breaths like i think that's the only reason i'm confused um but Often I, I, I think that that annotation might use corrupted in a in like in a, in a more yeah. casual sense. Probably, yeah. In 2011, that's probably true for sure. Mm -hmm. I don't. I also don't know that Brandon had developed the red as corruption idea in 2011. Like it's that's possible that didn't well. exist. Yeah. I so my take on this right is so red smoke is like an overriding of investiture in some way okay so you have like um you know fred shows up with autonomy because it's like she's 
going to worlds where shards already are and like sort of in some way overwriting parts of the thing, like finding the autonomy in the planet and like using that to like overwrite certain parts of magic with her stuff. And like you kind of see it with like, you know, soul stamps have a bit of red smoke. You're like directly putting the soul stamp to overwrite the spirit rep. Oh, okay. Okay. Whereas fair enough. Yeah. So whereas black smoke is like, it's sort of like computer files. Like you have red smoke is like when you overwrite one file with another file. Black smoke is like when you can no longer open the file because the contents have been like corrupted. Uh, and then I know. Okay. That sounds cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I wouldn't use corrupted in yeah, the context. I, I know, I know, but I don't know how to else term, to de- yes. I don't know how else to describe the computer yes. file like yeah, the, the phenomenon computer file I am explaining corrupted. comparing this to. The, the contents of the file have gone bad. You can no yes. longer open the file. Yeah. Yes. Or I like think destroyed. that's I think that's what the difference is. And it's like they're both like they're just corrupted in different ways. They're sort of this is like two different concepts that are being conflated because of this casual word that is being okay. used. And so, and would you say something like unmaking something is oh, no. the red is the red type of corruption? Like that's what we see some of the spren turn red. I mean, I think that makes yeah, would make sense. Yeah, yeah, like with with like. Gliss, if you're like injecting some mm-hmm. odium investiture to a spread, that would be like overwriting in some yeah. way. So that would be red. Yeah, I think the the tower or the the Oathgate spread, one of them turns red. The one the colonar one. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Does red in the Cosmere signify one shard co-opting or corrupting another shard's magic? Yes. If red investiture equals co-opted by another shard, what about the thrill? Kind of. I mean, open question about the weird stuff that happened with Amaram's army at the end of Oathbringer. That crap's still weird. With, like, the spirits, like, bonding? <laughs> like, what? Okay. At some point, someone will just have to ask Brandon to explain that. I, I feel like that's, like, on the eternal list of things. Absolutely. That, yeah. Like, just need to get, like, worked out. I think the thrill might work in 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 ways similar to uh kind of backdoor in hemolurgic constructs <laughs> where Ooh, put that on the bingo card too <laughs> the hemolurgic flaw <laughs> okay. oh the flaw where where like emotional element like shards like power where investiture can hijack a person okay sure yeah with like strong emotion in this case strong emotion is a parallel connection is a parallel because like mrm soldier like odium talks about oh i've been preparing them for years sure Um, sure sure uh which is presumably the idea that they like I don't think they were like magically prepared, but they were in a place where they would be more susceptible to Odium's influence because of the kind of people that they were. Yeah, yeah, that's, I think so. Yeah, yeah and so the 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 same. So okay, so the same way that some people are more susceptible to the thrill than others, mm-hmm. and we see that as Dalinar becomes more honorable man, uh, there are like moments in which he like breaks through the thrill and goes oh what the hell am i doing yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. um 
So in in the same way that it's possible for people to oppose the thrill, it's also probably possible for people to go with the thrill and kind of give in oh, more yeah, sure. a, lot, a lot more what the Black Thorn was doing. Well, yep. Well, we we said earlier. I I don't think we ever established whether or not this was canon or like some weird mad thing. If storing identity makes you more susceptible to like emotional allomancy. Maybe it also, it probably also makes you more susceptible to like the thrill. Yeah, or any mental manipulation. And yeah, yeah, I would say that's all sort of connected for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So in in all of that, it's probably like all of these things are probably connected in some way, right? Grace, so you you know your your description of like the files with uh, the the red and the black. Yes. It, It reminded me of a common theory about what the dawn shards are oh the theory yeah uh, which, what was it like create uh uh oh, is this uh, the one that i don't like i think it's the one you don't like uh, so crud, crud stands for uh create read update delete yeah yeah yeah. and so, so, what, so uh create destroy change and yeah, yeah, yeah. um so so what if Steve? There's four different types of smoke that have different colors, and they're each associated with a dawn shard. And the the red one is change, and maybe there's a destroy dawn shard, and that one has. But anyway, no, no, I'm sorry. Rejected. Rejected. <laughs> I I will say that I am always just like a little wary of trusting too much, of reading too much into colors in the Cosmere. Absolutely. Like I do think Brandon will go rule of cool. Yeah, like mm-hmm. whenever he wants to. Yeah. And like, even if we think about like, you know, like, let's say, you know, we're talking about unmaking and maybe all of the unmade have had their investor co-opted in some way. They're not all red. No, you know, no. So like there is there is variability here. Yeah. Yeah. This whole episode was useless. Don't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave you there, folks. Uh, no. That's the end of this episode. Oh, no, not. Not really necessarily, um, but I mean, you you are right. Like, is the midnight is the midnight mother red or black? It, it's black because it's the midnight essence, and so the black's cool, yeah. and so it's not necessarily yeah. like some mm-hmm. super yeah. deep reason and why autonomy it's black. A- autonomy fundamentally is red, as seen by the spectrograph test that Wax did. Yeah, well, that, that, but yeah, that's true. It is fun, though, because autonomy also likes to do some of this stuff. So it is, you know, it is kind of fitting, but yeah. it's OK. Qu- question, question, it bring, bringing it a little bit back to Midnight Essence. Mm-hmm. Do we think them being black has anything to do with any of these soul destruction aspects that we were talking about? We're bringing it back. We're, we're wrapping Honestly, it into an episode. Like, not really. Probably I don't not. Think so. Yeah. No. I I mean I think I think what we are talking about is specific to Shardic and Adenalsium investiture and the Midnight Essence predate and are separate. It, Brandon did say in uh the Yumi live stream to Asmodeus, uh the fact that they the nightmares uh, act like Midnight Essence was done intentionally. You'll see me playing with similar things, just like white weaving on different planets. Uh, for instance, Midnight Essence, you're going to see pop up now and then. 
Um, so like there's an intentional thing, but like we know that the nightmares are not midnight essence itself. Yeah, it, it could be a thing in that they have maybe a similar lack of or scrambled identity, the midnight essence. And so they were seeing some similar hmm. behaviors because of that. Which might be why they want to mimic. Because yeah. that's kind of what the nightmares do, right? Like you're you're painting them to mimic, to get them to be a thing, right? I was going to say similar, but slightly different thing. It I thought it might, be, it might be that the intentional parallel there is, oh, they are both kind of magical creatures that are drawn to emotions and experiences uh, and so, like, there's yeah. this natural attraction there. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's pretty reasonable. Okay. Cool. We've now we've talked about both the two things in the title of this episode together. <laughs> nice. Nailed. It, it only took us a little over two hours. Yeah. Easy. Bring it all back together. All back together. Uh, Evgeny, you wanted to talk about shades. What what what's going on with oh, shades? Yeah. I did want to talk about shades, but before that, I did want to kind of reaffirm okay. the the files metaphor that Grace <laughs> came up with, which, which I do like a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I do I do like the uh, the the kind of way of explaining uh, red and black when it comes to magical effects in the context of red is replacing one. Chunk like a, of investiture a with another with another sequence. Yeah. Yeah. And black is mangling a piece of investiture. So it's it it's like it's still investiture. It's still not entirely, but like partially there, but it's no longer usable. It's no longer usable in the same way. Like it's being changed through subtraction um, mm-hmm. which which i think is a is an interesting way to to think about things i'm thinking like a dna sequence you can insert you can have an assertion event yeah and, yeah and like change a thing but like the black is like now it's not a sequence and it, you cannot make proteins with it like it just, you it have, just you doesn't have do that it up yeah. Okay, or or it's like incomplete ignition, you know, where like you get like a really sooty fire, and you're like, well, we didn't get everything out of it we could have, you know. Yeah. It's drawing some power, but not. Great. But it's offering this. Whatever field you're into, maybe that's one field of a metaphor that makes sense to you, the audience. <laughs> Amazing. Maybe. Okay. Shades. Shades. Uh, shades. So shades are. A little bit like nightmares in that they are <sighs> a big question mark is what they are. Well, they, they um, for cognitive shadows, they don't have a lot of identity, right? Like they, they, they that's don't very see- similar, which I think is why we felt shades have always kind of been weird cognitive shadows, because a lot of the other cognitive yeah. shadows are like. When they're both drawn to specific phenomena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. Blood. Like blood. Like blood. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's all coming together. Kind of. Not really. <laughs> it's all coming together in the same neighborhood. Um, 
The nightmares but, aren't drawn to blood, though. No, but like, like, <laughs> but like the, the midnight, midnight essence were like drawn to like the, the these traits of like violence and like that's not I the guess. same as blood, oh, but like I I can see a connection there. Is what I'm I saying. Guess. I'm seeing more about like more like sh- I'm seeing more specific like nightmares to shades rather than midnight sure, essence. Sure, specific. sure, yeah. Uh, but but there is okay. So they they are cognitive shadows in that they are leftovers of the people that were there and mm-hmm. they have a little bit of of those original people remain in them uh silence's grandmother probably more so than others yeah. uh, you could make the argument that she doesn't have she, she's not retaining any more of that it's like silence's perception of her that is like imprinting personality onto the shade that is otherwise in like no different from other shades but either uh, way um it is a remainder of a, a ghost of the person that was once there uh they are like black shades a lot like the nightmares right um i should have reread this for this episode so that, that that's actually very interesting <laughs> It's weird that, like, it's weird how they are, and this is not necessarily related, but I bring it up in case someone thinks of a connection, but it's weird how they're normally, I think their eyes normally are uh, just, like, white. And oh, then okay. if, if they are, <laughs> sure. that's that's a big question mark. I, I, I don't remember that. We don't what really do have remember, eyes. And then they, they turn green. And then they turn green. When they are like a little more aware of what's mm-hmm. happening, and then they turn red when they go aggressive. Yeah, it's a progression. Shades are spooky, guys. Like, yeah, I, think, I think it's like, yeah, like red for blood. Like, I think that's yeah. what really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't, cool. I don't fully know how to connect them with with what we've been talking about. But like nightmares are also cognitive shadows. They're also drawn to certain things. Um, maybe the parallels are coincidental. Uh, but we have, you know, there, the uh, Komashi or, or the Utol system and the Theranodite system are two places where we've had a shard splinter. No, that's true. That's true. So there are another are, you know, in the spiritual realm. Potentially, potentially, yeah. Uh, So there are pieces to this puzzle, and it looks like there are pieces of the same puzzle. We just don't have all of them, right? Yeah. I just really like having another example of cognitive shadows that are not really with it, you know? Uh, Mm -hmm. Because, like, Leon's, like, barely there. Like, Like, the machine can instill a bit of what Leun was right to make that prison um clearly on Trinity, there's not like a guiding thing to do that yep. right so that makes sense that there wouldn't i think we we've just been on roshar so much where it's like we have the heralds and the fuse and all these cognitive shadows and okay they're not fine to be clear but they're very <laughs> different from the shades categorically where mm-hmm. like they, they have a mind very clearly yeah. and like a well, a I sense think, of identity. I think what's interesting here is that the cognitive shadows we've seen that behave normally are more like the Yokihija, where there's extra investiture. 
That's true. Maybe the mm. shades and the nightmares are just what happens if, like, a normal person with no extra investiture is forced to stick around as a cognitive shadow. Ooh. Maybe it's like there's not necessarily like this is like uh, some weird like you know an inherent like issue with them. It's just the issue is they can't pass on, and the way they're acting is just the, the byproduct of being a normal like normal level investiture human yeah, who can't pass right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will. I, really I will, like that. I will actually push back just a little bit. Okay, and it's mostly a semantic pushback. Sure. Okay. okay perfect. <laughs> It's that I so I don't think people can normally persist mm-hmm, without yeah. an infusion of investiture or yes. non-invested people or not like yeah. you know what I, I I agree with that. So like they are invested. So I think um, ambitions investiture has infused the Shay or the people the Thranodides a little bit, not enough to like stabilize them into something like the heralds or the fused but enough to keep them around well i i think i'm saying this is like what happens when someone who doesn't have enough investiture to stick around normally has some external force like the machine that is causing them to stick around anyways sure i i yes i understand that uh, yeah, okay. the the distinction i'm trying to make is that like kelsier was not invested enough to to persist long term he was persisted he was preserved by the well and and by preservation. preservation i think the difference there is that kelsier was given a lot more investiture to the point where and this i i hmm. speculate here but like to the point where i think his entire soul was remade with this investiture in the case yeah. of shades and nightmares we are missing pieces of the soul so like enough was remade so that they didn't just go into the beyond but not enough so that they retained themselves themselves and i just want to bring into like the returned as well that the returned are like okay have this divine breath this big huge chunk of investiture that like your soul's like attached to now and then mm-hmm. we're plopping it on there I, and that's that's more like the kelsier thing so i like the yeah. idea that like they're yeah. not suffused with like extra stuff like they yeah clearly they're I, I, yeah go ahead i think my my sort of thing where and i and this is all i mean this is all kind of semantics like you said i think i was more thinking they weren't necessarily remade in the way kelsier was but even though, because even, but despite that, there is still something that is blocking them from going to beyond in some way. Because mm-hmm. they're part of the shroud now, and the machine is forced yeah. to stay behind and not yeah, right, like they normally would. Because the machine's so like is. keeping them to use them and stuff. Yeah, because yeah. I think there is a distinction between that and like instead uh, of yeah. them being bumped up to just like a bare minimum persistence level and being left. I see there. what you're saying. Yeah, there, yeah, there's, that's a- there's a wob. Someone asked if a shard can keep a soul from going into yeah, the beyond. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Kind of kind of keep it for later use. Uh-huh. Um, it sounds like you were talking about something like that, where a shard is not necessarily investing a soul to keep it around, but it's like holding on to it and forcefully preventing it from moving along. 
I think a shard could still like do other things, obviously, like the the shades and the machine. They're not like really as guided processes. We can't infuse extra investiture into things, really. Um, but the, I, I see the parallel and I like I think. Not only is it an aspect of uh, the machines keeping it around, but there's some aspect of like. I think identity destruction and like maybe the shades are doing some identity destruction to the spirit of like those they attack or some crap like that. I don't know. Uh, that's like cre making the people that the shades kill into other shades. It Well, and like the rules about who becomes a shade after they die are also kind of unclear. Like when yeah. you like look at like who it happens to and who it doesn't. Like they don't always because some people just wither by a shade. Yeah, uh, we will be doing a Threnody episode in as soon as the Threnody novel comes out. No, in 2023, we're doing a Threnody episode. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> we are. So we'll we'll talk more about Threnody another time. Threnody's always been a topic on our mm -hmm. list since the podcast's inception, I think. It's been on <laughs> our sign-up sheet for a long time. Oh, yes. So, uh, so that'll be fun. And we'll, we'll, I'll need to reread it because I haven't reread that novella in a long time to just like, how weird are shades other than they're hey, spooky? Remember, remember that rats' skulls glow on Trinity. <laughs> freaking raffled the reason for that. He instantly recognized that that was a thing, though. <laughs> like you look at his reaction, he's like, "Oh, uh -huh, uh -huh, Raffo!" Like it was like that. Love it. Rude. All right, so this was a bonkers Shardcast episode. Uh, we hope you uh, did well in your bingo card. Um, Maybe. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, that's that's what we're doing. I don't know what the next Shardcast episode is going to be. We have a few topics coming our way, but honestly, not that far from Secret Project Four, all things considered. And looking at our list of things uh, and podcasts to do, not very many free slots in the slightest. So that is fun times. So let's head on over to who's that Cosmere character. This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tian. Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Call. All right, listeners, you know how the game is played. You've sent an email to WTCC at 17shard.com with five clues into character that those clues correspond to. I reach each, read each clue aloud on air, and after each one, our panelists have a chance to guess who's that Cosmere character. Let's begin. This first one was sent in by Plan B on the Discord. Awesome. Clue one. This character is known by more than one name. Vasher. Damn it. It is not Vasher. <laughs> Kelsier. It is not Kelsier. Oh, you guessing popular characters. Look, uh, we had a conversation before the show started of pseudonyms, and it's on my mind. <laughs> Fair. I will guess the mink. It is not the mink. Diano and Kala. Clue two. This character is disliked by another character. What about Kalak? It is not Kalak. 
Mraze. This it is not Mraze. Dalinar. Who, hate, who hates Mraze? It's not Dalinar. Play three. This character is not a main character, but has interacted with one. Devenna? No, she's a main character. That's a stupid. That's such stupid. <laughs> That's so Do dumb. you want to guess that? No, absolutely I'll, not. I'll let you choose something else. <laughs> it's not right. it's so dumb. Like <laughs> okay. It's like in the context of Stormlife, it's like literally like the one of the mainest main characters in Warframe. Yeah. Okay. Not a main character. Multiple names. Multiple disliked. Names. Disliked. Was it disliked by another character? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Moda no. doesn't tell us much, does it? No, it really doesn't. What about Sadius? It is not Sadius. Moash. It is not Moash. Ooh, Moash, that's a good one. I like that. What about Vire? Who has multiple names? Nail? <laughs> it is not Nail. Pick Eddie Harold. They have lots of different names yeah, and titles. Well, Grace, can you can you clarify whether the multiple names thing means like multiple pseudonyms or like first name last name? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I ask because Grace is uh, notoriously merciless. Who's that Cosmere character judge? So, all right, clue four. <laughs> No, no response. Okay, I, hold on. I, I accidentally. I, my answer. I laughed when I clicked to the back to the other tab and actually the X buttons, and I have to pull it up again. Nice. Good. 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 Amazing. Very good. Clue four. This character is invested. Great. Fantastic. What about Stargile? <laughs> No one dislikes Stargile. People hate Lightweavers. <laughs> someone might. Nope, that's a main character. I just um, knew that, that Stargile was a name he'd chosen for himself. He was invested, and he's not a main character, but he talks to main characters. So I was like, that's three of the four. Diloph. It is not Diloph. That's, that's pretty good. I like that. Ishar. It is not Ishar. <laughs> Gotta go through every herald, Just but then I'm going like, down the list. Like, oh no, but we don't know anything about so many female heralds. So I shouldn't <laughs> guess them. Clue five. This character has been to the cognitive realm. Oh, I had a really good guess, and I forgot it. Crap. Could you read all the clues? Sure. They're known by more than one name. They they're disliked by another character. They're not a main character. They're invested and they've been to the cognitive realm. What about Nas? It is not Nas. Damn, Denf. he fits all those. Denf. It is not Denf. <sighs> That's a good That's guess. So good. That's a good guess. Uh, and and someone did guess Hoyd. I don't think no. I don't no think one so. Has. Actually. <laughs> You can. Oh, we had we had Kelsier and Vasher. Yeah, yeah. Hoyd. It is not Hoyd. <laughs> no one got this one. The answer was a stump. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That that's true. That is true. Okay. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's valid. Accurate. Valid. I only know her as Arshaquam. Arsh Arshaquam. I couldn't. Have I'm impressed that you actually got that off the top of your head, David. Yeah. <laughs> no, you true. have to. You have to say the. Um, She's not, no, she's not Tashiki. Um, 
Yeah, she is. No, she is Tashiki. She's Tashiki. Yeah. 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 That's, that's where, where that's work. where that that's where that book is set. Yeah. Yadaz and Tashik. Um, they're wearing they're wearing the shiki. That's like their whole outfit because they're t- yeah. like maybe like she's ethnically something else, but like no, 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 no. I was I was thinking it might be a different notion. Okay, yeah, never mind. Okay, yeah. It's can, there are two cities that are in slots cut in the ground, which does throw me off sometimes. I always Sasebel <laughs> X Dar. Are we ever going to see Sasebel X Dar? We oh, did a whole Muli War Takari thing, and we didn't go <laughs> to the city that they were fighting over, losing it. Rhythm of War zero out of ten. Didn't see Sasebel X Dar. <laughs> right. I'm really excited about like western rashar yeah. weird cities puts, stuff puts a semi star on your bingo card too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this next one was sent in by valence sellers clue one this character has a prosperous lifestyle sabariel it is sabariel oh my god <laughs> nailed it boom i mean there's my, not really my that many brain merchants. immediately went to like Royo, Aheen. Oh, like I, I went to Elantris too. That's like our big merchant <laughs> spot. <laughs> They're all merchants. Let's go Luke through the L- <laughs> Yeah. Okay. The the others were this character is from Roshar. This character is a fop. This character's fop. first name is uh Turinad, and this character <laughs> is royalty. I feel like the, the fourth one, the, the first name is... I, yeah, yeah. Probably shouldn't... Yeah, that probably shouldn't be a clue. I, I, I feel like we we are going to remember good old Turi. Yeah. 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 Be royalty? But it didn't matter because we got She's that bad right Is that royalty? Are they yeah. going to be a king? Like a king no. to be royal? No. Prince, uh, princes yeah. are royalty. Oh, that is, no. They are literally like... Disagree. Anyway. What? <laughs> What is royalty? <laughs> Let me ask Chat GPT. Oh, good. Oh, oh, good. Are princes royalty? Hold on, hold on. They're not the same. Like Prince Adolin is different from the high prince of another thing. Okay, it like that's not correct. the same. Yeah. Okay, but high prince is above prince. <laughs> ah! I think they're it actually literally equal. is. I think they're actually equal. Are they not? The heir is second dawn, and so yeah. are the high princes. Yeah, I think. Okay, that's well then, true. if one is royalty, then so is the other. That is not true. No, they are not in the succession. They are yeah. not part of the royal Correct. line. I will ask Chat GPT. Are Only anyone high princes? Chat GPT thought royalty. Oh, the term high prince does not have a universal definition. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it, ChatGPT. All right, we're we're going on to who's that Cosmere character priority queue. Uh, all right, all right. This one is sent by Lamerni. Lamerni, hi. Hello, clue one. This character utilizes sand. Stick, not stick. Hoid. It's not hoid. Rabonial. Not Rabonial. Nice. I like those. Clue two. This character has attempted murder. And see, you know, only my characters just like throw sand at people, but don't use white Pocket sand. Yeah. It's pocket sand a thing in the Cosmere. Peter Griffin. No, it's what is, yeah, what is the name of the guy who is the companion of Chris who is the who is the murderer guy? Oh, either not Cinder. John Akron. 
John, John Akron. Yeah, that's John Akron. It is not John Akron. Okay. <laughs> was it attempted murder? Yeah, he I mean, tried to kill was a killer. Yeah, yeah, he tried to kill them. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm saying like I'm asking him to clarify. I'm trying to remember the clue. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, God. the clue yeah. is attempted Utilize murder. Utilize sand, attempted murder. Utilize sand. Screw it, Kenton. <laughs> it's not Kenton. I like it. Uh, Dryl, son of Reen's Dryl. Reen's Dryl. I think he's son of Reen's Dryl no longer in the. Oh, is he? Yeah, they wrecked him in the omnibus. I think I'll yeah. have to open. I'll have to crack open. Trial, trial. It's, my not, it's not trial. <laughs> to, to be clear, uh, very good. Um, Reen's trial is up there with Zine Nightshade. I think it, they just, are. Yeah, like, yeah. They're really. Yeah. Um, it's the double E as well. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, clue three. This character has a beard and a Herdazian appearance. Oh. We only know like four Herdazian. How can that <laughs> like? I don't. I don't trust. Yeah, I don't trust the size. I don't trust clues from members of the community whose name I recognize. <laughs> that, to be fair, that's usually a pretty safe bet. It's like, ooh. No, I'm like, I don't even know what's a Herdazian appearance specifically. Like, Scheller. No, it is not Scheller. So I don't think he was Herdazian. Or had no, a lot. He was a lot. Yeah, he was uh, a Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, have you guessed, David? Oh, I'm going to pass. I have, oh, okay. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, hold on. I, 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 guess, I guess I'll pass as well. Okay. Clue four. This character has a tattoo. I'm just going to say the words the mink. It's not the mink. Well, there they go. <laughs> Is this just Lopin? It's not Lopin. No. I don't know when he utilized sand, but like, I don't know. What a weird collection of clues. It's going to be like an animal or something. Like, I just have no. <laughs> it looks Herdazian. I just literally have no idea. Some ship person. Hmm. Okay. Mm, no, Nick Lee appears as some like Westerner. He doesn't appear as a Herdazian. It's not Yalb. He's Thalen. It's not Moraes. Like it does the only other, the only other Thal or uh, Herdazian I can think of is uh, Huyo or the other. Doesn't wasn't one of the clues has a beard? Has a beard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know who has a beard. Here we go. And then who was his cousin who died in the Battle of uh, Narak? Uh, Punyo? I, I feel like this is all red herrings, and it's going to be like I someone know. who showed up in Eratus Gadriel. I'm just, yeah, I'm just desperate for her Dazian ideas here. That's, that's like the most confusing part. The, I mean, they had Chowda, the Chowda vendor in the Lost Metal. No, it's not that guy. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Clue five. This character serves someone from another world. Yeah, okay, sure. It's a ghost blood. What? <laughs> there is a Herdazian looking guy in Raises HQ when Shalan first goes there. And I'm guessing that guy. It's not that guy. Okay. I, I, I don't even know it. if there's one. 
I, I passed to infinity. Made that up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Is it just down to me if I can figure this out? Yes. Yeah, it Grace. Is. You can have my guess too if you want two guesses. But <laughs> we are we are rooting for you, Grace. Yeah. So you, can you just go through them all again? Absolutely. So, clue one: this character utilizes sand. Clue two: this character has attempted murder. Clue three: this character has a beard and a Herdazian appearance. Clue four, this character has a tattoo. Clue five, this character serves someone from another world. I mean, so, so tattoo to me, there's ghost bloods and there's bridge four. Are there any other like tattooed? Tattoo groups. Hmm. Groups or characters. I can think of one other tattooed group. I mean, the old bloods. The yeah, old bloods. The old bloods. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> They're a lefty. Are we going to learn any more old blood lore? <laughs> no. Um, I hope so. I hope so, too. No, because they're related to the Silver Kingdoms. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, we, which means, yeah, we're not allowed to actually know anything. That's right. Yeah. So, just like, huh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get this, but I want to think through my options first, at least. Yeah. That's fun. Fair. Like, that's fair. Sand, like outside, I don't think there's really sand on Roshar, right? Like, there annoyingly, there, like it says that there isn't, but then there also is. Like, Shalon is just like on a sandy beach, and you're like, well, all right. Uh, I mean, sand's just broken down tiny rocks, right? But I guess it, yeah, but the high storm's supposed to blow it away. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. they say all the yeah. time. Yeah. But it's probably a sheltered beach. It's fine, whatever. <laughs> sure. It makes as much sense as his continent that moves westward. <laughs> sure, Brandon. That's how that would work. It's the creme. Creme no. cast. Yes, cast. because, because You're... this little silty fluid that likes to collect at low points is going to build mountains up really easily. Yeah. That's how that works. Clearly, you are eroding the eastern half of the continent and you are building up the western half of the continent. And so it, it, make, it makes sense. And also, the mountains of Ur act like a sail. And so you are also pushing that. <laughs> oh You're pushing God. the core. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. It's it's an island, but it's not an island that reaches to the bottom. <laughs> it's just it floats. It's a floating sure, it just floats. I'm so glad you we're mean... having this conversation while Grace is just so focused. Um, uh, Grace, I'll let you have a guess, and I'll let you have David's guess too. But I will I will tell you yeah. something after your first guess. Uh, How about that? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's permissible to me. And Dave, honestly, David, you've passed so much that if if this gives you an idea, then you I'm can just... you can go guess it too. Hell yeah! Thank you. I'll just say Marais. I don't think he looks like a Herdazian. No, has Marais. a Herdazian appearance, no. but doesn't have a beard. So I, I will say, I am surprised to learn this character is Herdazian. Oh, oh. I literally didn't surprised. know. This. Yes, interesting. So okay, that makes me think it is an obscure member of Bridge Four. Yeah, or like okay. yeah, somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay, so whose backstory, who killed somebody in their backstory? Like a third of them, but. <laughs> who who uh, didn't shave their beard? I feel like that's the, mm. that's the more limiting question. Who in Bridgeford didn't get a shave? Mm. Maybe, maybe it's beard. Evgeny, I'll let you have another guess too. Yeah, sure. Look at all, look at this. I, I'm guessing beard. Not beard. Oh, <laughs> I literally, I literally was like, I forgot about that character. How uh, dare you? 
uh we can all call i tried wall guard oh yeah i'm sorry that i that one group of kaladins like lost puppies i forgot i'll never <laughs> <ask>. <laughs> uh okay so no who's it oh gonna... what if this is like some like a listener who grew up in her dad's and like they wouldn't had... they wouldn't have the appearance of a her that that seems kind of uh, speciesist against uh, Herdazian uh, listener uh, singers. Actually, uh, I gotta yeah, say, like, yeah, uh, actually, some species have carapaces and some don't. I'm just saying. I mean, that maybe, maybe too. To the, maybe two singers different That's... carapace patterns appear more commonly in different parts of the maybe. world and you can tell okay. where someone is from based on that. I feel uh, like that's a big maybe to hang a clue <laughs> off of. Uh, no, actually, there are there are color patterns that are more common in some regions than others with the singers. Uh, the, the red and white versus the red and black. Uh, but I am still stumped. My guess is unspecified side member of Bridge 4 that I've forgotten about who tried to kill <laughs> okay, somebody. Okay, I'm not going to confirm or deny that uh, currently <laughs> until Grace guesses an um, actual person. I'm gonna search I don't even know. <laughs> I, I feel like I just have to pass. You pass? All right, everyone. This person... Oh, David, you're wrong. It's not a Bridge 4 member, but, by the way. Is uh, it the Dali? Um, no, it's Capsule, who's apparently Herdazian. Oh. oh. I thought about Capsule, and I was like, he's he attempted not. attempted murder. He's a ghost blood, and uh, utilized sand for the somatic. I forgot that thing. he was yep. Herdazian, but yep. you're right. Re- remember yeah. when oh, ta- we had Capsule ta- on the Stormlight navigation bar for a long time? He was important <laughs> in the way of kings. In the way of kings, for sure. <laughs> Le- so less important that we it's easy to forget that that was kind of a big thing in way of kings honestly I, and i even i even thought of him as oh this is somebody who uses sand on roshar and i'm like that but he's not he's not herdazian yeah apparently has a herdazian accent a faint herdazian accent as well i also didn't realize he had a beard i've never envisioned him with a beard oh no he has the the uh ardent mm-hmm. uh, uh square beard Oh, well, I guess they have the square beard. Honestly, this this capsule, the capsule article on the copper mind, Ex Machina's capsule art is way too hot. I got to be honest. <laughs> like, I mean, go, no, go take a look there, at that. There really aren't enough of, like cosmetic tattoos in the Cosmere. It's always like you're part of some organization. <laughs> so you get a tattoo. Like, yeah. What if we, we just need some characters for oh, like, uh, I think this looks cool and I want it on my body, you know? Right. Era two or era three. Era three, and if we get a cyberpunk era, you know that there's gonna be like punk people with like, oh yeah, I have all the tattoos, metal tattoo, like metal ink in the tattoo. Oh tats. yeah, yeah. It's like I, yeah. I have, I have the I, whole elementic chart on I my back. I maintain tattoos made with dye from the tears of Edgeway. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow that's such a deep cut that's not on anyone's bingo card but i yeah, like if it you could awaken with that color and then you just get a new tattoo afterwards you're hell just always yeah. carrying a little bit of color with you hell yes all right everyone uh thank you for watching this completely bonkers episode of Shardcast. uh you can find We've us had worse. yeah you can find us on 17shard.com for all your news discussion theories and fun you could ever want uh you can find us on variety of social media places 
uh, including one that changed its name that I'm not going to mention. How about that? Uh, In- including X. No, 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 no. Uh, Where we X eat things sometimes. <laughs> no. Um, uh, anyway, uh, but, like support us on Patreon for as little as a dollar if you like this bonkers content. Uh, I feel like we haven't had this off rails of a shardcast in a long time, though. It's been a minute. It's been Return a bit. to form. Usually. It's all good. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got to have Grace here to, to really bring it in here and get that rhythmatist lore in here. You know? Talk about Shadow Blazes. Yeah, Shadow Blazes. Such a cool no, name, it's, too. It's the Forgotten that are important because the Forgotten are the like shadowy charcoal ones. So yes. those are the ones relevant to this episode. Charcoal. Not the yeah, Shadow that, That's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Anyway, um, I don't know what our next episode is going to be, but it's going to be something. Uh, but it, it's not going to be as exciting as the Brandon interview. But you know that doesn't happen that often. Focused, possibly, but L- Lumarian water cycle science. <laughs> no, we cannot do an episode on that. There's not enough to do that. Um, um, I feel like we could do. I don't know. Maybe dragons. Do we have enough for a full dragon episode now? Maybe. Dragon episode would be fun <laughs> at some point. Cool, actually. But like we got the lords up from the Brandon episode. Plus, we got like foil stuff we haven't talked about. Cultivation, frost. It just feels like know, most feel like of this. the Wob episodes for the Brandon interview. To be honest, but anyway, we will see you all next time. Bye. 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 Bye.